11 o'clock comics episode 154 Funky all over your face. <laughs> or in other words, the month is the month leading up to our three-year anniversary. It's insane. It really is, dude. David didn't think I would last. I proved him wrong. I know. I know. You always get your second win. It's good. It's true. Tag me in. Tag me in. If we had to, if we had to chop up the um, amount of joy I get from the podcast and the reasons for that joy, most of it would be doing the show with you guys. Because I love it, but there may be a tiny little sliver in there to prove David wrong sliver. <laughs> no, he's but, crying out loud. No, but that's good, isn't it? I mean, for whatever reason, I'm still wrong. doing it. But yeah, because you're like, dude, 33 episodes. Just like Jesus. That's what I said. That's exactly what I said, yeah. yeah. And the amount of time between each episode was that amount of time in the Bible. Jesus is like, that's awesome. And those footprints in the sand, David, that's when I carry you. <laughs> Ooh, it's getting funky in here. Oh, man. I like I, I like how you get all all uh, biblical. Right. Well, you know, it's like, oh, I love doing the show with you guys on the night that Christmas. I was gonna say I wasn't sure if that's what he was getting at. No, I wasn't getting at that. But I'll tell you, if I hear one more thing about the friggin' food, I'm pulling the plug because all of the oh, voicemails. Yeah. Oh, it's the best meal I ever ate, dude. It was life changing. Hey, like it was truth. food, man. No, I understand that, and I love them, and I'm not trying to belittle his accomplishments. It's food. It's not like he had hookers at the place. Then it would have been totally different. It would have been his time. I mu- I'm, I much prefer Chris's cooking to any hooker. <laughs> How about a really expensive one? Even an expensive one. It don't matter, dude. All right, see, I would take the I'd rather, I'd rather chat out cookie. on some pork belly than something that someone else is going to run a train in. So. Then some porky belly, that's right. <laughs> there you go. Hey, did you guys see my tweet today about my little restaurant escapade at lunch today? Not. No. Because I so, paid for Twitter most of the day. Oh, that's right. We were interviewing someone today, and... Uh, so I had arranged to take him out for, to lunch, and I uh, I used Open Table, you know, the online. Yeah, boy. So I used Open Table to make a reservation for uh, 12:30 at this new place, right? So we roll to the place, we walk in. It's fucking like nobody in there, and I'm like, damn, it's a brand new place. Like this isn't a good sign, you know? <laughs> like shit, place should be packed. Standing around, no 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 mater D, no no hostess. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So finally, there's like three people in the corner eating, you know. So one of the people looks over and is like, can I help you? And I said, yeah, we're, uh, we're here for lunch. We have a reservation. He's like, you're here for lunch today? I said, yeah. He goes, the restaurant isn't open. So I'm like, you mean you don't serve lunch? He's like, no, I mean, we don't open for another week. We open next Monday. <laughs> I'm like, open? wait, I'm like, hold on a second. I'm like, I have, I mean, I'm like, well, open table doesn't know that. So he comes up and he pulls up open table and sure enough, he's like, are you Jason Wood? I said, yes, I am. He said, oh my God. He's like, I don't know what happened, but open tables made a horrible mistake. We're not open until next week. <laughs> so I'm standing there like a douche with this guy I'm interviewing <laughs> like at a fucking restaurant that isn't even open, like a, like a dildo. Did they but, set um, you up though? Dude, it was actually really cool. So he, uh, he apologized profusely, gives me his card, says, you know, uh, call him, you know, give him a call back next week and he'll hook me up. And I was like, oh, whatever, you know, don't worry about it. It's not your fault. It's really Open Table's fault. Go back to my office, tweet that, uh, Open Table gets my gas face because they gave me a <laughs> restaurant that never opened. By the time I get home, 
I get I get a response from OpenTable apologizing for the mistake, a thousand OpenTable points, and I get a wow. text message from the owner of the restaurant giving me his home phone, I mean his personal his cell phone number and his email and saying that he wants me to come either for lunch or dinner my choice tomorrow uh, next week on the house. You so know, pretty, it ended up working out pretty well. That's you know why you're getting that, don't you? Help me. The podcast. Uh, 11 o'clock comics. Of course. I told him I was going to out his ass. <laughs> they listen. They must. Come on. That's right. Hey, everybody. Look at this. It's a long-winded intro to the 154th episode of 11 o'clock comics. I am very enthusiastic, Vince B. I am David Price. You are enthusiastic. I am. Uh, I am Stanley Kirk Burrell. Oh, Andrew Tom did not call it. He thought for sure you'd be Rob Granito this week. No, I don't want to give his to give his name any any airtime. But uh, who knows who Stanley Kirk Burrell's AKA is? And no, not Jason Wood. Stanley Kirk Burrell. I know who Leonard Pinth Garnell is, but I that don't. Help. I don't know who you are. MC Hamill. Oh, oh can't touch you. That. That's how cele- it rolls. Who is celebrating his birthday today? Happy birthday, Hammer! Is he fifty? Uh, he is 49. Ah, oh, my God. Don't he hurt him. No, you are not MC Hammer. You're MC Jason Wood in the house Ooh, here. Wiki, wiki, wiki. That's right. On 11 o'clock comic. Brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. Now, I usually say, this is all the stuff you can get at DCBS at huge Wumba discounts. But right. previews today. So all the stuff that was on oh. sale last month is now null and void. But Wait. this is what you could have received had you been savvy enough to be in on the groove with the DCBS. You could have got Kirby Genesis number zero for a quarter. It's true. That's seventy five percent off. You could have received the Tattered Man one shot by those two guys, Palmiotti and Gray, never heard of them before. Art and cover by Noberto Fernandez. And there's an Amanda Connor uh, incentive cover. It's forty pages full color cover price four ninety nine. No way. Fifty percent off. Two dollars and forty nine cents at DCBS. And don't forget about the Rocketeer Adventures. Three ninety nine. No, you could have gotten it for fifty for a dollar ninety nine. That's fifty percent off if you were savvy enough to be in on the DCBS magic. So what are you waiting for? DCBService.com. Go over there. Look, gaze in wide wonder at all the massive discounts you can reap just for being a comic book fan. If you are a first-time convert to to DCBS, you will get an additional 8% off your order just by entering the following code into the lovely, pre-moistened, very clean and tidy and trimmed slot. David, Uh what is the discount code? E. O C and the number eight. Right. E O C eight. That's the code that will score you another eight percent. And while you're perusing the DCBS site, think about going to a con- comic convention because there's one coming up called the Summit City Comic Con. It's being held June eighteenth in downtown Fort Wayne at the who's Grand putting that together. I, pff, who's putting it together? Somebody. At the Grand Wayne uh, Center, <laughs> admission is just $10. Kids 12 and under are admitted for free with a paid adult ticket. Local and regional retailers will be in attendance along with over 100 comic creators, including some schlub named Mike Norton. Tom Scioli's going to be there. 
Sean Sweet. McKeever, Jason Howard, Katie Cook, Gary Friedrich, the Star Reach dude himself is going to be <laughs> at Summit City Comic Con. If you would like to uh, learn more about this wonderful show put on by Zach Krusey, DCBS main man Zach Krusey, and all-around good-looking dude, uh, the guest list, pre-order tickets, and other information about the show can be found at www.summitcitycomiccon. That's one word, Summit City Comic Con. Two C's at the end. Comiccon.com, SummitCityComiccon.com. Go, and don't forget about MyDigitalComics.com, because it's an How arm you? that's digital, and you can get cheap comics. Yay! So there we are. Promo ended. Wow. Well done. And we're missing somebody, in case people haven't figured that out by now. Really? I didn't notice. Oh, who's, who's, Curling Niesman is out tonight. Wolfgang yes. Niesman is not here this week. He's too busy cooking. Or something. He's getting his curl on. He's got some cleaning <laughs> to do. He's done cooking, now he's got to get to the cleaning. I miss Brush him off already. That shoulder. <laughs> I do you miss know. him. I love him. He's Good luck. Yeah. That's all. It's championship week, so hopefully they win the championship. How bad is this? I got the previews today because it's previews Wednesday, and I'm mm-hmm. going through it thinking, what what can I talk about this week? Because now I have the opportunity because Chris is not here to groan when I say, hey, look at the previews. So I got a free, a, I got to get a jail free card this week. Nice. How did it happen? I don't know. How do you know care. we're not going to groan? You won't groan. You're a well-rounded we're, we're comic fan. That's right. Oh, is that what it is? Yes, it is. Nice. So who wants to do the drink roll call in lieu of Christopher? That's right. Uh, well, let's see if any of us are actually drinking liquor. Uh, Vince, what do you got? Well, I will be drinking liquor. Because my wife is going to get me some again this week. She's going to bring it in. Uh, but right now, I'm drinking Pepe Mac because it's oh, awesome. Pepe Mac is Pepe back. Pepe Mac is back, yeah. Zero nice. calories. Got to love it. They changed the logo, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a little bit. They tweaked it a little bit. I don't know if I like it, but I bit. do love the, li- the liquid inside the bottle. That's all that's important. I love it. I take a bath in it. <laughs> Sorry. Rub it all over. David? What are you drinking? Uh, all I have left in the house right now, uh, going back to the Bola Bardolino. Bola Bola. I love that Bardolino. I really do, dude. I would spot. marry you. I wouldn't mind a bottle of Pia Zadora. Maybe not now. Not but now. Back okay. in the day, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want you lose Taylor. Ooh. Well, that, that one Vince's taste, maybe. That's true. You might. What the hell? <laughs> Well, I, 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 I don't like. Yeah, but I don't like my meat that cured. That's, I don't know. Dude. That's pretty bad. She was a beautiful woman, though. She really, she really was, actually. Oh, yes, yeah. she was a very beautiful woman. R.I.P. Liz Taylor, but not R.I.P. Jackie Chan because he's not dead. Uh, no, he's not. Not unless you have something to tell us. No, but there was a thing going around the net today that everybody thought Jackie Chan for some reason was dead, and he had a kid. Oh, he, that's right. He come on his website and say, "I'm not dead." I not did. That's a great Jackie Chan, wasn't it? Thinking, yeah, I'm waiting for Chris Tucker to get off the desk. We can make another rush out. I know, seriously. <laughs> and Chris Tucker should have never taken that trip. He took that trip to Africa, and he came back a changed man. You see, remember that? Oh, he was man. making the movies, and he went to Africa for like three, four weeks, and he saw the poverty and stuff, and he came oh. back totally freaked out about it, and I don't think he's made a movie since. Well, good for him. Yeah, but what, I mean, has he done, I don't, I hope at least he's doing so. like, I don't, it, it's good for him if he's done something, like, to better the world since yeah. Know, has, yeah, a, a genuinely altruistic person wouldn't brag about it though like all these stars that do fair. all these that's fair yeah, yeah. yeah so good for him I hope good he's part. making something good out of his uh, revelation that's nice yeah. wow know. I just saw Cindy Crawford on a commercial I know she looks great she looks great I know yeah. damn 
You know that thing she's got on her face? That little mole? My Nina, or the birthmark. My Nina has one of those. And she's like, oh, I hate it. I said, are you kidding me? Dudes go crazy over that stuff. Oh, see, I was going to say it was, I was going to call it a target, but then you just said your niece has it. (laughs) No, my my Nina, I said, my daughter has it. Oh, oh, I know, I feel (laughs) the worst. And you get this, dude, I'm not lying. It's a birthmark, but it's, honest to God, the closer you, it's a little heart. Right on the the crease of her nose and her and her cheek, it's a little Aww. tiny heart. She looks so cute, and I'm thinking I'm being in trouble in about four years, maybe three years, if I'm lucky, True. I'll mm-hmm. be in big trouble. Yeah, you will be. I'll be beating them off with a, a piece of wood unless, with a nail hey, in it. Unless they come around with some old DC comics, then you know. Hey, yeah, take all, all sucky ducky. Yeah, DC comics. I wouldn't oh, trade. EC. Oh, EC. Yes, yes. yes. Tales from the Crypt. She's yours. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Jason, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking the uh, the nectar of my life, Diet Dr. Pepper. I have a bottle of that in the house. Sweet. Yeah. It, it is sweet. expecting me to come visit? Exactly. I was hoping. I was sitting by the window waiting. Nobody showed up. <laughs> right next to the camp. Oh, man. That's right. Sorry, dude. Um, I have to thank someone because I got mail again. Yay. Dude, you're ridiculous. I am. Yay. They love me. I, I don't know why, but I'm I'm yeah, glad they do. It used to be, do. too, if we complained about Vince getting stuff, like within I a know. couple of weeks, it's something, too. But now it falls off like a deaf ear. People are like, sorry, dude. <laughs> Fuck it. You're not Vince. You're not getting no mail. I, I have yeah. one motherfucking stamp. It was going to Vince. From, <laughs> from forum member and all-around great guy, Christopher Stark. He sent me. Oh, yeah. How do they know the issues I'm missing? I don't you understand. Don't. I, I no, I don't. You're like, oh, I'm only missing like these. Dude, you, you tell them all the time. You're like, if anyone's seen but, Spawn number seventeen, that, twenty-three, that's, or forty-two, that's, uh, you want to throw them to a brother? Uh. That's different because I have never, at least to my knowledge, mentioned that I did not have a, this issue of this. That I was missing this issue of this magazine. It's Comic Art Magazine. Did you ever see it? Uh, no. It's, it's an upscale, uh, really high production value magazine. Very thick card stock covers. Uh, interior pages are all color and glossy. And it, it's not cheap. It's like nine bucks an issue. Yes. Uh, this was published in 2003. They no longer publish this magazine, unfortunately. Get this. In addition to wonderful and extensive articles on Mike Sikowski, there's tons of JLA image. Oh, sorry, David. Justice League of America images in here. Because they're not the same series. Um, <laughs> there's a Chris Ware in the studio spotlight. Uh, Topher, Topher in America. A visit with Norman Pettingill. But um, Hergay in the, uh, I hope I pronounce that right. I always mess that up in the the uh, back end. But the thing that got me all jonesing and getting excited was there's a huge article interview uh, expose with artwork on Savage Pencil. I love Savage Pencil stuff. He's uh, another one of the art brute school artists in the Panther kind of vein. Just gorgeous stuff. And there's also a print by Mitch O'Connell in here. If you don't know who he is, look it up because he does great art. I Mitch O'Connell. Him on Facebook. Are you really? Yes. And he's I got li- a pretty kick-ass blog, and he's got uh, limited copies of various art books and things. I'll, I'll post the link in the um Yes, please do so. 
Please do so. And there, you know, there's vintage art in here. Some sell. I've a lot of this uh, Savage Pencil stuff. I have. I've never seen before. It's really great. So I have to thank Christopher Stark for sending this to me. God, I love you. And I didn't have nice. this. I have issue one. And I have issue two. I did not have three. And I think there's a couple more after this. It's a great magazine. If you see it for sale at a con or a local comic shop, comic art magazine, get it. It's awesome. And so is Christopher Stark for sending that to me. Yay! Nice. Well, while you're doing the thank yous, I don't. Uh... I wasn't sent something gratis, but I was sent a very awesome thing for a very good financial uh, price, and that is uh, Mr. Derek. I hope I'm saying his last name right. Last name right, Gagano. Gagano. Mm. You know, he goes yeah. by Derek. I mean, they, I, yes. I, I, uh, on the forums was selling some things, and he actually had done some uh, binding of some comics. So I purchased from him and received yesterday two beautiful uh custom bound uh editions of Annihilation and Annihilation Conquest. Oh wow. so both series? It's, yeah, it's awesome. So one is Annihilation, the other is Annihilation Conquest. And uh two volumes, black leather, uh gold lettering, um beautifully done. I don't know if you use library binding or if he you know use somebody else, I'm not sure. I've been meaning to ask him, but uh it's got all the issues, all the tie ins. Um it's, it's awesome. It's it's really really fantastic. So. I really like those series. There's Me something too. about DNA yeah. on those things. They're just great. Yeah. I have yet to read War of Kings. I have the the collected mm-hmm. the oversized collected hardcover. So do I. I'm finished it yet. Well, yeah, we because we oh you started it. I did start. All right. How about we do this? You know how we were in the habit a couple a couple weeks ago of picking things for each other to read. Why don't we read War of Kings for next time? It sounds okay. great. I read it as it was coming out, so I'm all good. Cool. Because okay. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is about the Annihilators. That first issue, wow, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Can you, t- can you see, hear it in my voice? Woo! I can definitely hear it in your That's voice, That's excited. Baby. Yeah, I know. So, you yes. know so it. You got to thank you. I got to thank you. David got nothing. I'm sorry, David. You got, got us, people. though. You got a hell of a wife, life. too. And you got good health. Oh, did you see that picture of David? It looks like. Maybe prom day that someone put up on Hilarious the Facebook? prom day. David, that Which picture one? of you in the suit with the smile and the no glasses, you're maybe like 12 oh, years that old. Oh, that, that was not the bar mitzvah. Wait, which one? Which one? I'm, a bar mitzvah could be. I don't, I don't know for bar mitzvah. But you look good, you're young, and you're happy, and you got a thick head of hair and no glasses. <laughs> you look awesome. <laughs> what I'm thinking about is probably my... Uh, it should be my brother's bar mitzvah, yeah. So that that make me like... You're a pretty cute, cute dude in your day. Yeah, I, know. I don't know what the fuck I had. Back in the day, you, I know. You yeah. still are. All right, hey, let's talk about comics. Oh, do we Because have that's, that's why we're I here. we're yeah. having fun, dude. Yeah, yeah. We are. We're yeah. having fun. We can go for three hours because Chris won't be complaining. It's true. I know. Did you... Let's start it off with a bang. Ooh. Did you follow up on your extracurricular assignment from last week? Yes. You did? Uh, awesome. What was the assignment? <laughs> La Mano del Destino by Jason Gonzalez. Fuck, I did not. <laughs> That's okay. David read it. I totally forgot about it. My That's bad. all right. We, we're there because this is just going to grease the it wheels for you. It was on the iPad, too. I was, I was reading it last night. It yeah, did. Had, yeah, my it week really was did. action-packed, but I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot. Mine was, too. I got, like, my aunt died yesterday. Oh, dude. Uh, it, happens. Then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it happens. It happens. Dude, we're having fun tonight. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Jason oh, Gonzalez has, has cooked up an awesome <laughs> little uh, glimpse into what I hope will be... Um, a, a, a long, long-running series of uh, stories. This dude named Ernesto 
El General. You say the G's like H in, in Spanish, don't you? Ernesto El General. Uh, quickly rose through the ranks of the luchadores, uh, eventually becoming the champ with, like, what, uh, 15 successful title defenses. So yep. he was on top for a, for a long time, and he was revered by the fans and loved and by many, and, and he instilled fear in his opponents. So he was like uber wrestler. Yep. And uh, at, yep. The, the, at the height of his career, he's offered a dirty deal. By uh, someone named Jefe, or is it Hefe? Whatever. Hefe. Hefe. He's he's offered a dirty deal. He's like, come on, I'll give you this suitcase of money. You you take a fall in 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 the next fight, and everybody will be happy. And being the upstanding wrestler that um, Ernesto is, he's no way. I'm not doing it. It ain't happening. And uh, he was push comes to shove. He was unmasked in front of the audience and that is something you do not do to a mass wrestler it's like nope. it's like cutting somebody's balls off that is yeah. their strength their power their identity everything about well if you're a woman that wouldn't be like cutting your balls off but uh everything comes from the mask uh as well some say even the skill is in part is derived from the mask but it's just it's wrestling mythology and it's fun and and uh so this character was unmasked he down and out he was He's out of the out of the uh, the sport and makes a deal with someone to uh, exact his revenge on Hefe, and that's basically what we're served up in this this little glimpse into this character. And I'll tell you, it is awesome, David. Uh, the yeah. thing, oh, yes. the cover uh, alone was enough to hook me in. Cover it's very great. very Kirby esque, just. Big, bold, sweeping lines, but the thing that locked this sucker down was the frontispiece to the first chapter, the little thing with the heaven and hell, the devil and the angel, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's done in a very with Spanish, yeah, yeah, yeah with like the glass kind of look, right, like a, a a Mexican motif with the mass wrestlers on the top and that the angel and the and the devil. It's it is out. Standing this one, and he probably did it on a lark just to make the page look pretty, and it really does make the page look pretty. But it says everything about this guy I want to know. He cares enough to add those little extra details into his comics. That made the book for me. That thing right there, I love it. It's it's beautiful, Jason. You gotta see it. It's on page uh, six. I sent you the link, right? Would mm-hmm. you like me? To, would you like me to send? Oh, are you there? I'm here. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, are you there on the page? Oh, no, no, I'm not. Um, I, uh, I try not to keep a browser open because I don't want it to get plotsy, but I'll, I'll uh, hold on. Yeah. I will. Uh, um, you know what? Rockmelt doesn't uh, screw up the Skype for me. Okay. Firefox just does all the time. Shoot me the link again so I don't have to go find it. I sure can because I love you so much. Here you all right, go. There you go. And, uh, but anyway, um, the, the colors at first were very strange. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, wow, these are really muted and pale and washed out. But thinking about it, I'm I'm guessing he's going for a vintage printing process because yeah, no, I, I like like the the flat colors. I mean, they're not even flat, but yeah, there's a lot of magenta in it and a lot of cyan, which I'm thinking, okay, he's trying to mimic vintage printing because if you look on the on the on the one panel right before the prologue ends where it shows um him in the locker room and you see the shadow of hefe in the doorway 
look at the blacks. The blacks aren't all completely black. Like if someone was stripping that in, the color that they the the stripping is is kind of haphazard on that. That's exactly how they stripped in color back in the day. I love this. It's so great. And the mask. What what is the most notable thing about the mask? To me, anyway, is the third eye on the temple. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this dude's enlightened. He's he's he sees his uh the his goals in sight. He's he's smart. He wants it and he's going I love this thing. David, what did you think? It was great. I, I the colors are what really sold me on it. The art like the art and and there are very heavy Kirby esque influences, but it's not uh like when he's jumping over the rope to go after mm-hmm. FA and, and uh whereas I can I can definitely picture Kirby drawing that action. It's Ooh, not knock as, on the door. Um, I got a knock on the door. One second. Here. Oh, it's my beautiful wife. Oh, dog bite. Uh oh. I'll take the dog bite. Thank you. I think it's more alcohol. Ten percent alcohol. Perfect. That's mine. Thank you. You're the best. <laughs> Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. I gotta go. Love you. There you go. Oh, All right, I'm sorry for interrupting That's you. That's okay. So sweet. Um, I can definitely picture Kirby drawing that image, but it's not as, um, I'll say, like blocked off. It, it, there's, it there's more. Um, the the figures are not as blocky as as Kirby had that that style to do mm. it, but it, it there's it's. I'm not sure. Aside from Kirby, I'm really not sure who I kind of see as as far as influences go. Uh, but like I said, it 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 was a cool story, and I got to the end, and I'm like, oh shit! So Plus, the guy I, who he's beating the shit out of kind of looks like Vince. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Um, it's uh, it it's it's a really cool story. And it is. I love the hook. The, okay, uh, so you, the double page spread with all the different luchadors. Yes, cool. yes, I it's love that. Cool. But the, for anyone uh, interested in this, it's it, there's another layer to it. In order to uh, see um, Ernesto meets a uh, uh, mano del destino, meets up with Jefe, and he's seconds away from taking the guy down, and he can't do it. Something is physically preventing him from exacting his revenge on this dude and we find out the reason why is because this shyster promoter ne'er-do-well gets his power from all of the wrestlers under him so for in order for uh del destino to take out this guy he's got to work his way up the ranks through all his wrestlers and he'll he'll get he'll have progressively more power over hefe with each wrestler he takes out meaning that hefe will lose a fraction of his power because he's missing one of his acolytes that's neat i like that a lot that is really cool i'm in publish to somebody this is this would be perfect at image comics because you have because the hook is right there. When you get to the end of the of this issue, it, there's a clear path. You know where we're going. You know what the whole what the plot is. So I mean, there's you're. I buy. It. I mean, you make oh, money yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Just go ahead and print it. I, you know, and 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 I I realized I said I didn't really see the influences, and as I as I turned the page, and uh, and and he misses his uh, little the um. That was his name, not the, not, not the general, but it was um oh yeah 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 uh, Gennaro Gonzalez. 
You can mm. call me Gigi. I'm I'm looking at it and and <laughs> mentioned him earlier and and it was you know and, and Mitch O'Connell kind of just comes yeah. on the yeah page. you're so, right you're right that character reminds me of the Stanley analog from the boys a little bit uh, mm -hmm. reminds me of yeah. uh, um um uh Secord's boss the the guy in the garage the guy who looked oh. like, like Wiley back in the day yeah yeah cool but uh, man just totally out of the blue. I got a little uh, heads up on Facebook from the the writer artist to check out this out. Sweet. I guess I guess he's friends with um, uh, Larry, and uh, so to those uh, not on a first name basis, you mean Larry Martyr, creator yeah. of Bean World? <laughs> yes. yes. For those of us who don't have his art, I'm right. Larry Martyr, creator, uh, genius creator of Bean World. Uh, he, I guess he's friends with him, or he has shown this to him. Or some, there's a connection between uh, Mr. Gonzalez and 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 Mr. Martyr. So, mm -hmm. if, I mean, if Larry likes it, that's that was my in, and wow, just totally blew me away. Like I said, I think it would find uh, be very well at home at Image Comics. Somebody get this published. Yeah. Re word, as David would say. Word. Word. Yeah. So there you go, and uh, I can't wait to see more. Yes. Because the hero has to win. But do you know how long it, how frequently when this was coming out, Vince? How did he put it out weekly, or was it? Do you know? I don't. How long I don't even to? think that this has been uh, the the uh, reality of this thing has been dispersed that much because he sent it to me. And when you look at the link, the link is a bitch. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. if, if it was just right, right. if if this was all over the place, I think the link would be more streamlined. But uh, we we may be in on the ground floor on this. Whoa, nice. Yeah, I like this a lot. You know what this would be? This has the makings of an interesting potential Kickstarter program. Exactly. Oh, you know, to exactly. print it, something yeah. like that. I could Whatever that. the case, he's got yeah. my money. So. Nice. Well done, Mr. Gonzalez. Yeah. Bravo. El, el jefe de los cómicos. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it's like uh, Mr. Adams in Morticia. Don't be talking Spanish. You're getting me all oh, sexed up. Well, speaking of Spanish, uh -oh. I have a book that was for the last 17 years only available in Spanish, but is now available in English. Oh, I know what this is. Oh, it's got to be Eduardo Rizzo. Woo! Oh, you know it. Yeah, I'm telling right. you. You are right, sir. <laughs> Look at you. Yep. Put a, put a bomb. Oh, you're uh. cheating. I'm not cheating. You did now. Be honest. You did not tell me about this. No, I did not. So uh, I just guessed. In my near, uh, my in my near uh, euphoric, uh, quasi erotic and downright uh, uh, orgasmic uh, <laughs> flight to Seros Eros with David next to me, Ooh. which is why it was all those things. Keep um, bringing it up. For a few minutes of the flight, David decided not to be riveting company. Right. And, and <laughs> fell asleep just for a few, right. just few for minutes. A few, about roughly... I fucking day started at four. Yeah, about two and a half hours. Six hours hour. later, I was ready to fucking take a nap. So turn, turn I the pulled out... out. Um, I didn't pull out. Well, I did pull out, but... <laughs> I pulled a volume of comics out of my uh, carry-on to read and ended up reading the entire thing on the flight. Uh, it is uh, Vampire Boy. Ooh. Uh, which... Uh, the version that I read uh, came out from Dark Horse last year. Uh, it is 480 pages. It's uh, 9.5 by 6.5, so a little bit smaller than a normal comic, but a little bit bigger than, say, like a digest size. Um, black and white. 
Um, and it is written by uh, Carlos T- T- uh, Trio, T-R-I-L-L-O, and uh, illustrated by Mr. Eduardo Riso. Um, when it came out originally, they're both Argentinian. Uh, they put it out um, uh, in Spain um, as a serialized... Um, I don't know if it was in a newspaper or serialized in some kind of periodical, but it came out over the course, I believe, of two, two and a half years from 1993 to 1995. Um, and uh, I believe it had been collected a few times in different formats, but again, never in English. So Dark Horse, uh, who continues to do a great job with reprints, uh, put it out in, uh, in, in English last year and translated it. Um, it's very cool. Uh, obviously, by the name, it involves vampires, so no, no great shakes there uh, in terms of what you're going to get. But it actually is quite a, a different spin on things. Um, the, um, the premise is that the vampire boy of, of said name is, is uh, actually, he, he's, tenure, he's, he's got the body of a 10-year-old because that's when he was killed and turned into a vampire. But he's actually 5,000 years old. He was um, the uh, Egyptian pharaoh of the time's son, so he was the heir, he was the pharaoh in waiting. Uh, and a plague uh, devastates all of Egypt, effectively, or at least all of Alexandria, um, or wherever the capital city was at the time. Leaving only the vampire boy and the uh, his hated his father's hated concubine, this bald-headed uh, priestess who worships a sex cult of uh, of the serpent, and Set. well, yeah, well, they don't call it that in the book, but, but right, and, uh, and and they're the only two that survive. Um, they go through the same kind of near death spasms, but for some reason, the son. Um, cures them of the plague but in 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 essence turns them into vampires if you could i don't know if it's the original vampires but certainly leads you to believe they're they're the uh the only vampires that are known but what's cool is that they're not uh they're not it's kind of a, the antithesis of 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 what we've come to learn about vampire lore they in fact get stronger in the sun uh versus versus getting weaker so they actually need the sun to survive and that's part of what makes them immortal um, you get that backstory, but then you're you're in a position where uh, there's a construction crew and they are uh, digging up something, and of course they open up uh, some ground, and uh, the vampire boy is down there all emaciated and skeletal. And as soon as the sun hits a skeleton, he starts regenerating. Oh, that sounds livid. cool. Yeah, he's livid because he's you know going. Th- it's painful, and he's getting regenerated. He's livid that he's coming back to life because he had thought he'd finally found a place to hide away. And it's only he has no idea how long he's been down for. And you get the sense that he's done this many times. He's tried to effectively go away or die, and 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 somehow or another, because he's so he's he's immortal. He they always always messes up, and he always gets back to life. So now he's finding himself back to life, and it's been fifty years since he came back to life, and it's modern time, so it's in the nineties. Um, he comes to. Uh, you know, is completely mortified at the things he sees, and uh, basically has to kind of find a way to live. But uh, quickly, it becomes apparent that the priestess, um, who has always wanted to kill him because um, he tried to kill her because he knew that she was uh, cheating on his father. So he actually, back when they were uh, still mortal, he he brought his father to um, her den and uh, to so he could catch her in the act. Um, so he hates her; she hates him. Well, she's been living as a uh, as a stripper and a prostitute, uh, and has been uh, sort of living her life. And when she finds out that he's alive, she of course wants to kill him. She's got a five thousand year old blood oath to kill him, and, and vice versa. And every time they both are uh, of the world, they they're trying to kill each other and whatnot. And it's four hundred pages of effectively this 
con- this 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 conflict between the two of them, and lots of innocent people get pulled into the fray. Basically, anyone he tries to befriend or befriends him gets destroyed or mutilated by her. Um, and the book really works because it's just a it's a nasty adult book. It's just exa- the people that are familiar with Russo from Hundred Bullets. It's the same kind of very adult subject matter. There's uh, you know profanity and sex and graphic violence and uh, uh, it's just very raw. Um, and uh, it's just it's a hoot because it's this little cute ten year old kid that is just a beast you know he's just a beast i mean he's just a force to be reckoned with um and uh you know there's a there's an ultimate outcome a conclusion to their 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 5000 year old feud um with keeping in mind that it's his goal to to die i mean he he really at this point is just tired of life he he's lived you know think about we live maybe 80 to 90 years on average you know he's lived uh, you know, sixty of those lifetimes, and you know, kind of just has had enough. It's just, it's kind of he's done with it, and he, but he can't ever die. He can't figure out how to die. Um, and uh, uh, and she doesn't want to die, but he wants to kill her. So it's 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 just badass. There's a there's Native American. There's trannies. Uh, Ooh, fact, really? There's this like um, <laughs> when he first comes when he first comes. Oh, can I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah. When he when he first gets awoken, uh, he he's basically just in like tattered underwear so he needs to get some clothes and he he pulls clothes off of a, a clothes part, yeah. and uh and uh and the 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 shirt he pulls off um is a uh um it's a t-shirt that says uh like born to fuck you know but he's like a 10 year old boy <laughs> so he's wearing this shirt around town he says born to fuck and he's a 10 year old boy so of course this ginormous fat disgusting he she tranny Picks and tries to pick him up off the street and says, "Are you hungry?" And that's the other thing about these kids. Because of his vampirism, he has an unbelievable appetite. He, I mean, he eats eat like hundreds of burgers, you know, just like thousands of pounds of food to keep from having the bloodlust to want to kill humans. So he's just he's like a never-ending eating machine. So she takes him to a restaurant. He's just eating burger after burger, and she's like, "My God, you're you know you're an expensive date or whatever." And then he doesn't get at all what she's into, you know. And then and then uh, it's a, it's a man, but you know he's dressed like a woman. Uh, and and finally, of course, there is the the inevitable scene in the alley where she's like, "Why don't you come back to my place? You need a place to stay." And then he kind of gets where she's trying to lead at and he says no you know i'm not into that so she's much bigger than him she tries to force herself on him and of course that's when you start realizing all right well that that's that's not going to work this dude is you know the one of the oldest living you know forces of nature in the world so and then he just destroys her he just devours her and that's where that's why he always gets into trouble because he, he was trying not to kill anybody but then of course he had to to, to kill her or kill him because this guy was trying to force himself on him and then of course they find the corpse and then it becomes a big manhunt and so he can never really stay in hiding it's just he's not good at being in hiding but uh it uh, it just was terrific i mean i had never heard of this book until i saw it solicited in previews uh and i bought it basically sight, sight unseen simply because it was 480 pages of resale that i had never seen before and mm-hmm. that was i'm i figured at worst that was going to be a really pretty book but um, it was much more than that. It was it was a, a lot of fun. Like I said, a quick read. It took me about two hours to read the 480 pages. Super fast pace, lots of action, lots of adventure, um, and a pretty satisfying outcome. So I highly recommend it. It's um it's 24.99 cover price. So you figure probably like 15 bucks on Amazon, probably like 13 bucks on in stock trades. So mm-hmm. look it up if you like Riso, if you like vampirism, if you like. <clears throat> Grim and gritty, uh, mature Noir. themes, it's all those yeah. things. 
Well, so, I'm going to give you another 93 pages of Riso you probably haven't seen because right. that is not the only collaboration between Carlos Trillo right, and Eduardo right. Eduard Riso. Mm -hmm. um, Dark Horse published a number of books under the Venture imprint. I don't know right. if that is that under the Venture imprint. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And the three or, geez, I have more. The, the, the ones I have are all written by Carlos Trillo. Okay. Uh, uh, the Big Hoax by Trio and Mandrafi Mandrafina, uh, the Iguana by the same. And this one is called Video Noir. It's by Trio. Right. That's and the one I was reading about the other day. Oh, yeah. it's nasty, dude. Mm -hmm. you, you, it, it, there's a more, it sounds like there's a more satanic or demonic bent to this one than the one you have. Mm -hmm. There is really, uh, nasty sex and an S and M uh, twist to it with demons. I mean, this one chick likes to burn herself. She's got a a lit candle and she's sitting there burning her nipples, and it's it's Riso drawing it. So uh -huh. it is balls out hot. I mean, mm -hmm. there's women in in uh, every position in this thing, and it's pretty explicit. I mean, you get to see the goods in some panels. There's the anatomy's there. I mean, Rizzo does not shy away from. You know the vertical smile. It is here, and it, it's it's all out in the open. And uh, it's, it was cheap. It was like uh, nine ninety five for ninety three pages. So if you like that, why don't you get this video noir thing? I think I picked it up on I'm one of the TV. Am I all shitty? No, no. Oh, I picked it up at the TFA sale. The things from another world. I think I got mm -hmm. it for like two bucks. Nice. Yeah, so it's it's awesome. Sweet. It, it sounds like a, a very nice companion piece to the one you uh, so eloquently expounded upon. Ooh, look at that. Riso has a way with women, man. Yeah, he does. He does Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, he and, does. He does. And, and and much like you're saying in this book too, there's there's lots of very graphic, uh, you know, nudity and 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 this stuff. And she, uh, the the this the set chick is um, she. Kind of in the vampire motive, you know, you you they look like how they do when they die. So she, when she dies, she's got you know a bald head because that's how she rolled back then. So um, in right. the book, though, she's very fond of different wigs, you know, because and uh, and but she gets freaky and then you know then but inevitably the wigs get pulled off or fall off and she's just a naked <laughs> bald chick. But uh, uh, nice. and, and you know what I didn't realize, but I didn't realize back in the day that they uh, that the the Egyptians invented the Brazilian, if you know what I'm saying. Mm, <laughs> yes. That's a new I one to me, too. I, I would have thought that may be a little unkempt, little unkempt down there, but it was, it's not unkempt in this book. Did Trim. you know, Egypt factoid, that when they embalmed the pharaohs, they pulled their guts out through their nasal cavity? Wow. That's nasty. That, yes. That's that pretty nasty. nasty. That is. That's, yeah. Yeah. Talk about it's the sinus. Everybody yeah, talks about yeah. like the nasal cavity. I always think of total recall. <laughs> it's crazy. It's true, which they're remaking with Tom. <laughs> I know. My God. Uh, why would you remake Total Recall? For God's know. sake. The same asses that want to remake fucking Arthur. It's for real. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Like David said. Here's a little. Yeah, we, we have a thread on our forum called Comic Confessions in, in which. Uh, you can reach our forum at mm -hmm. bullpenbulletinspodcast.com forward slash forum. That's where it is. Okay. 
in which uh, post uh, forum members can go in and reveal their dark comic book related secrets, i.e. I have never read Dark Knight Returns or I didn't enjoy Fables or Watchmen does nothing for me. This is kind of, I mean, the, the link to comics is kind of tenuous at best, but I have never mm-hmm. seen Tron. Oh wow! Oh really? Yeah, because the I guess the new one's coming out on DVD soon. Yeah, and Vinny, yeah. Vinny's like, I want that. It's so awesome. And you know, I forget who I think it was. My wife. She she said you saw the original, right? I said no, I've never seen Tron. So yeah, that's my confession. But if you'd like to come and confess your sins, come to our forum. We're, we'd love <laughs> to have you. Yeah. All right, David, you're up. What you got, buddy? I um. Oh. Wants to to hear about what I I did read. So I the the last comic related stuff that uh, that I went through. Actually, you know what? Let me. I'm gonna. I gotta preface this with a little bit of a downer because I no 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 just just real quick because it's been sitting for the longest, and I was I I figured you know what I'm gonna try to read. I'm I'm gonna finally read, Vampirella number one. I didn't get very far. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I'm like, sorry. Wow, I had to look. I said, wait, I, I didn't buy this in the 90s? This is nuts. It's, I am not. The best thing about it is the reprint. Oh, wow. By, by yeah, Jeff Lobitz wow. I, I know. I, I, I would no, love nothing more than to. Fault, yes. I'm like, no, this I, is, I, no. I would love to disagree with you, but unfortunately I can't. And the, and that 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 pains me I because I I so was looking forward to this series. I'm still buying it though. I can't shy away from a Vampirella comic, right. but and, and it's just it. There's something missing. Um, I don't know what it is. It's not the costume. That that's not it. Uh, there's just it just when when something and this I shouldn't be saying this because I don't want to take away from Troutman because it's not written really it, there's nothing really wrong with the writing no, I don't think I'm complaining about the the writing of the story no and but and there's just it's it doesn't ring true it's like I'm reading a comic about some an action heroine that yeah. I have no history with. It didn't have to be called Vampirella. It could have been anything. No, it could have yeah. been a Tomb Raider relaunch or something, or just uh, whoever, you know, uh, Jenny uh, Action Gang right. or something. Uh, it's just, I, I, I'm not feeling it. I'm, I'm, sa- I'm sorry. I'm sad. I'm sad. But I, I, I do have hopes for the Cult of Chaos or whatever the thing is called, the miniseries coming out. Maybe, maybe they'll just revamp. <laughs> revamp the the whole vampirella thing yeah mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's tough it, it, i think it just proves the point that a lot of times you really can't go home again yeah. lightning lightning very rarely strikes it's twice. difficult too yeah. it is it is and, le- and then again mm-hmm. if you played it by the rules and and hit all the beats who's to say people wouldn't be like damn i've read all this before you know, so you're, you're kind right. of damned yeah, if yeah. you do, damned if you don't. It's, 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 so they tried something new, and I mean, and it's, and I don't, I don't know. True, you put what the numbers are, or you know how well it's doing, or, or the people that are enjoying it, if they're really enjoying it. But you know, if, if if they're digging it, then more power to them. It's not. I I dug up the first issue because there's a bunch of things that I'm I'm way behind on, and I'm like, wow, I never got into the following issues after this, and 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 I'm flipping through it, and I'm like, I'm kind of glad I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Save yourself it's, some money. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you gotta love them for trying. And yes, I'm, I'm sure they'll they'll play catch up and and do some fancy footwork and get it back on track. And and I'm hoping. And if it, it entails the current creative team, then great. I would love to see them hit the number. Yeah, 
And the art is not and the art is not bad. It's just it's no. not what I was expecting. It's not I'm not I'm not feeling it. And and that's you know, that's yeah. My bad I guess. But yeah. uh as far as other attractive women, I read the uh finally finished the sad to say four issue miniseries She Hulks. Which uh, yes. picks up from uh Fall of the Hulks mm-hmm. because uh Jen and uh and Lyra are on the trail of um, Wizard, Trapster, and Claw, and Red Ghost, and... Um, the Intelligentsia. Right. Love so, I love that name. Yeah. And and it was... Um, and, and, of course, it's it's, it's penciled by uh, Ryan Stegman, uh, inks by uh, Michael Lubinsky, and, and it's, uh, it's, it's written by... Shit, see? I, I see Wilcox on the cover. I'm, I'm going to... Um, uh, Harris... Wilcox, but um, it's it's kind of got a little bit of um, of everything. There's there's uh, there's the whole you know Jen's in mentor mode, and uh, and Bruce gets gets her an apartment in uh, in New York City, and 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 Wyatt Wingfoot is in this series. Oh, what a couple! And uh, and, and and it's just and there's like the the Spider Man. Type things going on where uh, where Lyra is going to um, to high school and and has to get committed with with being with other people for around her age. How old is Lyra? She's well. She passed off as a teenager. Wow, I did not think she was that young. I did uh, because I, I, in the... I didn't think she was in her twenties or anything. Well, I th- in the backups, Marvel timelines. I mean, you know. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean physically, I don't. I don't think they sell the point that she's young. They, she looks like a mature woman to me. Really? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Lyra. Yeah, look at the who did, uh, who did yeah, the backups. In um, I don't know if it was Incredible Hulk's or Hulk. I think it was Hulk. The backups where she's uh, chasing the uh, the the female themed uh, famous Hulk um, villains like you had a female Zax. And uh, you know, she did not look very young in that. But oh, okay. I, uh, whatever. Uh, that, that's cool though. So she's integrating into. She's trying to integrate, but she's green, dude. How does she put no, no, that no, off? No, 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 no. Um, Bruce has a way of. Um, she can calm down and uh, and and skin turns pale and, and oh, it's, it's nice. Just like Jen. So yeah, so she she can she can pass as a human. That is uh, awesome. Or non gamma radiated humans. So um and and there's the whole um high school rivalry where a uh, where another student is is jealous because you know, here's the new girl and she's awkward and and uh and the hot guy kind of is into her so of course we got to have that whole that, that that whole Heather's thing where where people are jealous and petty and and I mean there's a whole lot going on in just these four issues. I'm I'm, I'm I am bummed that it it ended early, as far as I'm concerned, and and uh, and the art. I mean, the covers by McGinnis are nice, but they are pretty much the weakest part of this book. I mean, the, the wow. interiors are are gorgeous. Props to Stegman. Uh, yeah, big time, and um, and it's funny, and and Wizard is is fantastic because he <laughs> sells out 
the uh, the other members of the sure. intelligence. And and mm-hmm. but in return, he wants you know like an, an area rug for his cell and, and a reclined <laughs> TV. And uh, and it's just it's, it's great. And and of course, being the wizard, he he's uh, he has an ulterior motive, and and everything that they've given him, he uh, he uses to his advantage. And um, and and you know, and he uh, swore. To uh, She-Hulk that, that he would get his revenge and and, uh, and of course when he does things kind of turn to uh, turn sour for everybody else and the last page of the fourth issue is an awesome uh, homage to uh, John Romita Senior and uh, Spider-Man No More and uh, which of course oh. they also uh, they also used in um, in in the uh, in the Spider-Man movies but it's um, DC used you know, it too recently. Did they? Yeah. Okay. So you're talking, it's, you're it's, talking about the garbage can image, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it's uh, I even if even if you weren't reading Fall of the Hawks or, or just wanted something different, you you get it kicks off right after. So it's it's you know Bruce is telling Jen, being the bounty hunter she is, find these guys. So you can just you could pick up the first issue or, or, or the trade will basically get you up to date and, and you know all you need to know is that she's after these people she's after these bad guys and that's it so it's it's pretty much self-contained you don't really I mean it, this could have this could have been a story in, in anything else you, it, it's not it's not necessarily a, a Fall of the Hulk's prologue or <laughs> epilogue or anything like that it's it's mm-hmm. just it's um it's it's own thing and it's pretty cool and I I hope to um I'm gonna have to start reading, uh, catch up on on some Incredible Hulk's and uh, and see what these two have been have been up to since. But yeah, okay. I, I definitely recommend it. I switched, I switched to trades on the Hulk books. books. Oh, you're you're jacked, buddy. Keep going, keep going. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I switched to the hardcovers a while ago, so I've I've been sticking to that. Yeah, I'm still getting Hulk as um, in issues as long as uh, yeah, me too. And yeah, as long as are on it. But um, but yeah, as far as the incredible title, that's uh, that's what I'm gonna end up getting. I'm gonna go the X Men route mm-hmm. and just just do collections. Uh, while we're on that front, actually, uh, you know, uh, I know certainly I was, and I, I think we all were very big fans of um, Fred Van Lente's uh, Incredible Hercules run, and then I I felt like it feels to me like a lot of people kind of jumped off either right before or during the Chaos War. Which was really um, ultimately was going and should have been the last arc of Incredible Hercules, mm-hmm. but it kind of got turned into a little bit of a quasi event as as the publishers are apt to do. Um, but it, but it really ultimately was I think just just the, the last uh, issue you know six issue arc of, of of that what I thought to be a really great run. Um, but uh, the uh, there's there's a new series coming out just called Herc, which um, I know I've seen some people confused about it because they thought Herc. Uh, died in Incredible Hercules. Well, um, he's back, uh, but for those that are wondering, it's actually pretty cool. They're calling it Herc because a um, little bit of spoilers here, he um, he loses his god powers um, oh. in Chaos War. He sacrifices them to save the world. Um, so he's still alive, but he's a human, completely mortal now. So uh, Herc, they're calling it Herc because he's not really incredible anymore. He's, he's just, you know, uh, effectively he's a really strong, um, really battle savvy uh, mortal, and it, it's what would happen if 
um, you know, so it's, it's it's those adventures. But Van Linty was on Word Balloon, and uh, as he is apt to do, had me just freaking pounding my fist about how awesome the series is going to be because he's like, he was like, think about it. He said, Herc basically invented MMA. He's like, he was the first guy to use all kinds of crazy fighting <laughs> styles. He's like, he stole a cachet. He's like, he's like, even though he's mortal, he stole a cache of some of, of some of Olymp, uh, Mount Olympus's best weapons. So he's gonna walk around. He's like, he's walking around New York City with big bag of weapons and attitude and mad fighting skills, and he's just gonna kick ass and take crime's name. And I was like, that is awesome, you know. So um, I can't wait for fucking Herc. It's gonna be just I think more Van Lenty awesomeness. Truth. Uh, so now is yeah. that just straight? How am I? You're better. great. Is great. that just straight Van Lenty, or is it Pack and Van Lenty? You know, I think actually it is Pack and Van Lenty because I think they, it, they are co-writing both Alpha Flight and that. I think. So. Oh, oh yeah. I, I'm so wet for that. I'm sorry. I'm so eager <laughs> for that Alpha Flight. Oh, I know. Me yeah, too, dude. me too. Yeah, me too. Fucking can't wait. Eagle Sham too. I just hope he can kick it out. Yeah. 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 But I mean, he just did three issues of or four issues actually, right? Of Incredible Hulk's. Yep. So he's 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 in some kind of groove, which is great. No, just, you mean Super Soldier? He did Captain America Super Soldier. Eaglesham? Yeah. Isn't he working on the the Hulk book? With no, the, isn't that no. With, no. Wow, he's doing the covers then or something. The Hulk in the Savage Land with Kazar? Uh, really? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. N- no, cool. yeah, I don't I mean he was doing the Super Soldier, I don't know. Maybe maybe he did those and in, in between, I don't know. I don't know. Well wow. More props yeah. to him. Um, while I'm good, vocally, <laughs> uh, sonically, whatever, I want to give props to a DC book. Wow, look at you. Okay. Completely out of the blue, from left field, uh, a book that's just white hot with creativity. Now, i got to preface this with uh, a couple of factoids. I bailed from this universe slash imprint way before this... Well, not way before... Probably immediately before this series came out, I think I bought the first issue and nothing else. It ran for 22 issues from 94 to 96. Mm. Uh, was written by John Rosam. Yep. Okay. And, uh, back in the day. And this, yeah. this new relaunch, uh, reimagining a bit of the, of the series is also written by John Rosam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think J.J. Birch. Penciled the original back um, in the day, yeah, for, uh, yeah with uh, freaking uh, Pal- Palmiotti was on inks, right? For most of it, I think. Yeah, because he was doing a lot of. Yeah, I yeah. don't think Palmiotti wasn't doing much inks on anything. That I mean, he was everywhere back then. Right. Well, anyway, this book came out of the Milestone yep. uh, universe, and like I said, I was huge into hardware and um, Icon and all the original books. But mm-hmm. once it started getting really crazy, like with Shadow Cabinet, and they started yeah. doing the the crossovers and the the t- trying to tie it into the main DC universe, I lasted maybe twenty four issues into each mm-hmm. series. Uh, I, so I never bought Zombie with an X X O M B I Zombie yep. by John Rosam. Uh, this new series is written by Rosam with art by the unbelievable <laughs> yeah. Fraser. Rhymes with laser, Irving. And, for real, though. Oh, I, I'm a sucker for high concept. Throw in one, you got me hooked. This issue is riddled 
with high concept. And this is just the, now, now as I go through this list, this is just the first issue, people. There's enough concept in this one 22 page issue for other writers to, uh, you know, fill their tank for, I would say years. That's, that's how dense this book is. There's paintings whose characters break free of the confines of the picture plane and they leap into other images. Wow. There's, there's chickens giving, uh, birth to live chicks. See, something happens where reality gets a little skewed and, um, Celluloid villains disappear from the films in which they originally appeared. They, 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 they parse through the membrane of the silver screen and they appear in the real world. There's a panel where Max Schreck's uh, Nosferatu is seen in the theater biting someone and the, 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 the patrons are looking up at the screen. They're like, what the hell? There's nobody there. What happened? Mm -hmm. uh, there's an occult group called Aparada Astutadora, which means the startling parade who are presided over, I think this is so cool, by paper mache rod puppets fashioned, <laughs> fashioned from sacred religious texts and government documents. How cool is that? Sweet. Damn. Uh, pocket change spouts portents of doom. There's a molecularly condensed prisoners housed in a tiny HO sale prison, HO scale prison complex made out of balsa wood. So they can't use any of the prison complex to like break out and escape. There's a copy of Jekyll and Hyde riddled with semicolon cancer, <laughs> which, which, which caused the book to infect its reader with the personality traits of the titular villain only, to, only to the nth degree. There's these nasty ass, uh, negative space formed snow angels that can kill you on sight. And that's just in the first issue. Wow. Tw dude. I got to say, I heard a few other people uh, praise this book, and it still just kind of sounded kind of average, but you're making it sound like an adventure. No, it's nuts. The, the, the uh, meat of the, the meal is David Kim. I don't know if you've read the original zombie. David Kim is, is zombie, uh, a man whose life was saved by... Uh, an infusion of nano machines, little nanites, uh, but they used the raw material of his friend Kelly to mend his body. So he lost a friend in order to to get, regain his life. So he's got got that Peter Parker guilt thing going on. And so because the nano machines, the nanites are coursing through his body, they control his metabolism, all of it. He doesn't age. He doesn't oh, sleep. Right. Yeah. He doesn't. Uh, uh, past waste. He doesn't get sick. He doesn't gain or lose weight. They have this baseline where they they've they've taken benchmarks or whatever of his of his metabolism and they elevated it to the point where they think it's perfect and they don't let it deviate from that. Um, they keep him at what they deem to be his peak physical condition forever. And and if that wasn't cool enough, he can command the nanites to do things. Like there's there's one point in the story where they have to get through this door and they need a key. So he takes change out of his pocket and and slides it in the the keyhole. And they're like, "What the hell are you doing?" He commands the nanites in his fingertips to fashion a key to fit, <laughs> to fit the lock. That is brilliant. That I'm, is cool. I'm telling you, if I didn't tell you that this was John Rosen who wrote this, you would swear it was Morrison. Hmm. Yeah. It's it's really good, really dense. 
Um, and, uh, he, uh, David receives, uh, like a desperate alert from his friend in Brazil. And he tells him, big doings, big trouble. You have to get to the secret prison and make sure that the entity kept in the greenhouse does not escape. This is crucial. You need to do this. But it turns out this prison where this guy is kept is uh, watched over by the church. Okay. So David hooks up with this group of operatives that I've deemed the papal posse. Get this. <laughs> You have you have a religious <laughs> yeah. you have a religiously charged powers of flight, energy blast, illumination, force field, and more in this little girl in a schoolgirl's outfit. Her 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 name's Catholic girl. There's a <laughs> there's a dude nice. called and they're all they're all religious themed names. Uh, there's a guy called Father Maxwell who doesn't meet a very Happy end. There's a an operative called Nonetheless. Her 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 name is as an N U N. Yes, her name is Sister Beatrice, and like the Adam, she can alter her mass to shrink in size, uh, which happened after she ate some bad shrimp. Oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, there's a, an operative called None of the Above. Sister, oh, sister. No, no, but it gets better. Let me, I, so, so keep these in mind as I'm telling you this. Uh, there's an operative called None of the Above, Sister Norma, who has a 30-mile radius uh, gift of knowing. She knows what everybody is doing or where they are within her sphere of influence. So she's a seer. And the thing that really cinched the deal, for, clinched the deal for me was the dialogue. Now get this. David's talking to this one nun, and he's like, nonetheless, really? That's her name? And, and she's like, <laughs> he, he's like, which nun are you? And this nun says, none of your business. But, but no, but, but none is written N-O-N-E. It's tight. This oh, book nice. is friggin' tight. And, um, it, uh, there are ties to the original series. Like there's one part, I'll get the book again, where this creature pops out and David's like, oh my God, that's a rattling husk, a rustling husk. And that was one of the, the creatures from the original series. So the ties to the past have not been forgotten. This is, a a link there's a direct link between that i mean it really i like i said i i've only read the first issue way back when but from what i'm getting at in this one it is not so much a reimagining or retelling but a continuation of the original series this is really cool and fraser irving's art oh my god he's a <laughs> son of a bitch he's he really is yeah this thing is gorgeous just yeah he's nuts right and there's two pages in here that made me think of Gabriel Hardman when I saw them. And you'll know why next week. Why these made me think of Gabriel Hardman. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say it. But <laughs> there are two facing pages in this thing. And, and Irving, who I'm assuming did the colors, colored his own work. Yes. Uh, Fraser Irving, artist and cover. So he's doing his own coloring. And he's... He's matching the colors to complement each other. Like David's in a uh, these. There's two full page. They're not splashes. There's they're two full page images. One has a preponderance of orangish yellow, and the facing page has a preponderance of greenish blue. So he's picking his complementary colors, and in each 
they're opposite viewpoints of two rooms. In in one room you get the kitchen and which is in the orangey yellow and there's a doorway in the distance that's blue. In the next panel, David's in a room that's completely blue, but you get a doorway in the same place as the doorway in the first in the facing page, but that doorway is orangish yellow. That's really smart. Because you, you, you have the viewer, they, the viewer knows exactly where they are, and now they, they not only get a viewpoint of one, uh, part of David's, you know, existence, you're getting like a contiguous two rooms of his, of his, of his, uh, of this uh, building, and it just works so goddamn well. But the thing that I wanted to talk to Gabriel about, there's no panel borders on these two pages. There are dialogue balloons, there are, uh, caption boxes, but David is represented three different times on each page. So you have him in the distance. It's like a time-lapse photo, but okay. it's one image. You have him in the background talking to his friend. You have him at the counter dealing with bottles. And then, so you get the background, you get a mid-ground, and you get him in the foreground taking a picture off a refrigerator. In the next page, same thing. You you have him in the background, then he's doing something in the mid-ground, then he's in the foreground answering the call from his friend in, in uh, Brazil. So, no panel borders, single images. Are these comics or not? Yes. Why? Why are they comics? If if you just looked at these at, at at these a single page, not two in succession. If you looked at a single page and you you said, "Okay, that's comics." Why are they comics? There's no panel borders. There's there's nothing sequential. It's one image. But there's sequential art within the image, right? So, if you call this comics, right? Why is a painting like Marcel Duchamp's uh, New Descending a Staircase not comics? That's this, there's the same content in New Descending a Staircase. You see what is essentially a time-lapse blend of a cubist kind of themed character descending a staircase, but it's one image. So why is that not comics? Mm-hmm. Um the 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 vessel the medium I it's it don't look at the container look at the image but that's oh but see that's where we I mean that's where I I, I think the the container matters it's not I mean no it doesn't the art form does not depend on the container what if you were looking at that on an iPad like, but why would like you look at a, why would you look at that page of of zombie out of context like that because it's a piece of art it's an image right well you didn't but say you're, is that you're, a piece of art we would no you're saying is that comics I don't well, it's one image that I, I specifically asked you. If you took one of those images away from the facing page, is it comics? And you said, yeah. Why? Well, I, I, well, I didn't say I yeah. said yes. Right. Yeah, basically. That's because you're nuts. But <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you have, within that image, you have a span of time. Whether forward, backwards, whatever, there is a, an expenditure of time within that image. Right? Isn't that what comics depend on? An expenditure of time? Um, Without time, they're not comics. They're just images. Hmm. This is what I want to talk to Gabriel about. And if I, you didn't get the gist yet, Gabriel Hardman will be on with us next week. I don't want to blow my wad. Uh, I was going to say, well, with, save this. Yeah, I'm going to save it. I'm going to debate back but, to back but weeks. I, you know, I don't think there's anyone I would 
well, I shouldn't say that because it would alienate a lot of people. He is a person I greatly anticipate having this discussion with because Gabriel knows his damn stuff. And, and he's <laughs> goddamn good at what he does. I mean, the evidence is right there on the page. He knows his stuff. And I can't wait to get into this with him. But I'm just saying, I, yeah, we'll save it for next week. Yeah, yeah. That, that's your extracurricular activity. For all you listeners out there who would like to participate with us for next week, think about what is comics? How would you define comics? What are the crucial elements that this art form needs to be called comics? What are they and why and in what combination? Blah, 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 blah. Let's do that next week. That's going to be cool. We're going to have some fun. Oh, Maybe word. a little argument or two because Neesman will be <laughs> Well, yeah. I have a feeling Dave and I are going to be kind of quiet. Why? You got to throw I, I down. Have a feeling, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think I have as strong a feeling on either side as you or Gabe will have. And I, I, yeah, I, I, I feel like uh, based on the... Um, Comments that led me to drive you off of Twitter for a day. I feel like <laughs> I've, I, I, I have all the. I, I feel like I lean more towards Gabe, but not enough to uh, argue. But yeah, I mean, but I kinda, yeah, I, I kind of defer to the person who actually. It, I'm not going to argue rocket science with someone from NASA or or <laughs> but, you know, it's like it's like listen. No, no, I, no. It's not exactly. I can, it's not I can exactly. express my opinion. I can tell him, you know, why I think things are the way I think they are. That's but all we want from he, you, David. If, if, if he tells me, you know, this is why, I mean, this is this is the science, this is this is the technical specs of it, and this, you know, then I I can get that. I, I tend to, you know, I, I don't, I will maybe so, he's I'll, just, I'll be here next week. So maybe we'll he's just deluded. We'll see. Yeah, maybe <laughs> he is. Yeah, you know, that, post there. Damn, no, he's not. He's very, he's an amazing, amazing person. I can't wait to be with him next week. But yeah, back to what I was talking about. Zombie, go get it. Get in on the ground floor on this because is is don't it's one of them sleepers you may not have uh, picked up on it. You may maybe didn't attract you or you you need to because once you read this first issue, it will envelop you. It is fantastic. John Rosam. Oh. Nice. So good. Sounds good. So the only thing I don't like about it mm-hmm. is the uh, logo, the uh, title graphics, it gets lost on the page. It's way too, way too thin and wispy for um, for a masthead uh, title. Now, does you, it? Does it? Um, it being only the first issue so far, I know that following uh, Dwayne's milestone two parter, uh, that it was basically the merging of of the of Dakota of of the milestone universe and the DC universe. Is this I know that there is no more Milestone Universe anymore, but is, is does this feel like a DC book, or does it feel as of right now, the first issue only, that it's its own thing? Well, I hope to God the bat doesn't show up anywhere. <laughs> Let's just put <laughs> it that way. Sales, dude. And, I don't and, know. And, and I, I didn't really get an indication that, other than maybe the last page, I mean, there's something on the last page that may lead you to believe that this could possibly be taking place in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. I won't spoil it, but it's a visual thing. But um Daily Planet headline? No, I I I hope not. I don't see I mean but like Simon Dark, they may have to resort to tying this in the DC universe just to keep right. the book book afloat. Uh, yeah. I worked well for Simon Dark. 
<laughs> it, well, I mean, that, that, what did that get? Twelve issues. Yeah, that's that's twelve issues uh, longer than anyone really. Ex- Eleven issues longer than anyone expected. Oh, but, mm-hmm. yeah. So it, it's just fantastic. I was very pleasantly surprised. It's yeah. funny, you know. I have to say, like, I don't. The name actually kept me away from it. I, I just, uh, like, I assumed he was just like. A, a zombie, like a reanimated no. zombie. Uh, and, it's cool. Uh, it's high no, tech. And then, yeah, and I, I feel like the name doesn't do that justice. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. The, maybe I don't like the name. Maybe that's what it is. It's just the 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 title is too thin and wispy, and mm-hmm. it, the 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 letters are just. It just you, if you saw it on the rack, Irving's color would jump out at you before the. The, the the title of the book, which is not good. I mean, the the, the purpose of a um, a title is to show you what the, what's in the book, what it is. You know, if it's not doing that, it's not a good title, and it's not working. I would get rid of it. But that's just my. I mean, who cares what I think? It's a great Modern book. People. Yeah, it's, not it's a great book. Uh, threadbare title, notwithstanding. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Don't get caught up on the font. If I had to pick a if I had to pick a book of the month, that would be it. Dang! Best thing I read. Wow. Best thing I read in March, hands down, Strength. by far. Yeah, by far. March feels like you coming back to the DC world. See, why does everyone say that? I read one Marvel book. Oh, he's coming back. You know, I'm not. You done been bit. But when someone throws Alpha Flight at me, I gotta catch it. Come you on, you got to get the Alpha Flight. I know. Flight. You got it. The big debate is whether or not Puck's coming back. Well, there's that. Didn't wasn't he in some Wolverine thing recently in Hell? He has been in Wolverine. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Which is why I think Fred's been dancing around whether he's going to come back because all the rest of Alpha Flight was brought back during Chaos War, um, but Puck was not, and Puck's in Hell still. So it's a question of if they're going to bring him back, they got to find a different way. You know. So correct me if I'm wrong. Chaos War was in some part based on the Scarlet Witch's powers. No, 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 no. Um, You remember? Because I know you read a decent chunk of the Herc at least for a while. You remember the? I have um, almost all of it. Yeah. The, in yeah, fact, you you remember the, the um, when during during Secret uh, during during Secret um, Secret Invasion uh, uh, when they had the God Squad and they went off to fight the Scroll uh, Gods. Yes, the crucial part of Secret Invasion. You mean? Yeah, I do. Why you can't hear me speaking? Hello? Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I no, couldn't I couldn't hear, hear anything. Oh, but yes, I do remember that. It okay, was, it was crucial so, to Secret Invasion. Right, and remember the God Squad was Herc, Amadeus, Snowbird, uh, a couple other people. One of which was Mickey Bashi. Who yes. is the Japanese god? Well, you know, Mikibashi is the god of chaos, the Japanese god of chaos, and uh, he was sort of an undercurrent throughout much of the Herc run. Well, the Chaos War is the culmination of that. Mikibashi has ascended to uh, almost like a celestial or um, primal force of chaos, and he wants nothing but complete devastation of everything. He wants nothingness. He's like he's like the embodiment of Nietzsche, right? He wants he wants there to be nothing. That's what but he that's wants. But that's not chaos. Uh true, but I yeah, it's, it's yeah. true, but but I mean that ultimately that's what he evolves and he, he ultimately wants to create nothing so that a new world out of can be born out of chaos. The, cool. the world the, this universe is too orderly is, is is his conclusion. Cool. So, 
Um, yeah, so they battle, and, and lots of crazy shit happens because pretty much um, all of reality gets twisted. So people are existing in multiple times simultaneously. Um, universes are melding and overlapping. Times are melding and overlapping. And um, conveniently, one of the outcomes when everything is settled is that um, lots and lots of dead dead characters are brought back in, to, to fight during this. But conveniently, the Alpha Flight team manages to actually stay alive when the dust settles. So. Oh, you know what's going to be neat? To see if uh, James bears a grudge at all against Heather. I know I would. Stupid bitch! <laughs> one more second! The fuck! <laughs> I know. One more second. That was perfectly timed, though, the way Byrne did that. With the countdown and all the of a sudden... The, uh, well, the, the, the panels with the numbers? Ooh, yeah, I've, de I've de deactivated the suit's main power supply, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Well, I hope that insurance policy was nice to pay you. <laughs> hey, she well, got a super suit out of it. I she inherited the super suit. I do hope Where's he wanted to be, suit? be cremated because that's what he got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, again, back to our forum. Forum. Uh, no, bullpenbulletinspodcast.com forward slash forum. There's a tie-in to this. Uh, we have a drawing board section. Drawing and uh, what we do every month is we, someone will put forth a challenge to our more creative forum, forum members, and they uh, enact uh, artwork based on the stipulations of our challenge. Uh, last month, I think it was Chris who uh, specified that the, the poor, the, um, oh, David's lost. Wood, are you there? See, folks, this is what happens when you rely on Spike, uh, Skype. I'm sorry, David. Why? Well, what? You yeah. got you got knocked off, buddy. Oh, right there's some shit. There is some shit, and I was. Let's get Jason. Hang on there, buddy. I get you back where you belongs. There you go. Okay, everybody's back. Sounding good? Hamana, hamana. I know. Uh, la last month, Chris uh, stipulated that they had to draw a Space Boy. From um, Umbrella Academy, yeah. and boy, did they come through. This month, it's my turn. Yay. And I have cooked up, uh, in light of something that I've been reading en masse the past week, a Fables Challenge. And uh, this is where it ties into what I wanted to say. Long-winded, but it was just a pitch for the forum. Um, I reread the first three volumes of fables you know how we are apt to uh to say that it's kind of slow the first two volumes and then the third one's where it kicks in those are the three that i read i want to reevaluate my opinion i do not think the first two are slow at all now okay that said oh. it, it that may be derived from my familiar familiar Oh, Jesus. Well, that ain't that this dog bites nasty. This familiar, familiar. <laughs> what you know this is like the bloopers at the end of Cannibal Run. Fucking Rush. dog bite. Holy shit. It's like an Elmer Fudd over Porky Familiarity what you know about. with the Fables characters. Now, I've been reading the book well more than 100 issues, so I know these characters now. And that may be why uh, I don't believe that those first two volumes are slow i believe that is why you would believe that but i don't know because i i tried to I read be... the first three trades that's i don't know if i've gotten past the third but i i don't know the characters in the fables universe i know them from the stories but i would not say that they are slow 
but I don't think it. Uh, I don't think after reading the first trade and probably the second that you're really getting a feel for what's to come for what this this title is going to give you. See, I disagree, but that's okay. That's why we're here. You disagree um, because you've read a hundred issues of it. No, 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 no. I I disagree because I think the critical acclaim slavished on the lavished on the book may make people expect a bit too much i don't know i'm confused because here i am reading the first two trades and i'm thinking this first trade gives you pretty much everything you need to know about the principal players in this one arc bigby snow you you get some conflict with bluebeard you get the the inner workings of the 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 woodland machine and the fables community and the annex of the farm yeah, yeah. and you're pretty much familiar familiarized with snow's um Roll. the way she uh, attacks her job okay. and the things that have been done to her and her frustration with being unable to uh meet head to head with her sister uh you get you get rose red who is pretty much the opposite of snow uh in 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 temperament and you know morals and ideals and just i don't think there's a weak spot in the first two trades i never said that but you there is a weak spot if they're not giving you everything you need to you think that you would want from them right there's it's lacking somewhere no it's words. i never no 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 if it because see i don't I don't know if I would have given. I mean, yes, I have. I have Jason to thank for 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 telling me that you know keep going with it. But it's I can kind of compare it, I guess, to when you watch the first seasons of Friends or Seinfeld or, or any other mm -hmm. sitcom, and you're mm -hmm. like, "Damn, this shit's rough." Really, you got it, it. It got picked up for a second season, and oh, I and don't I mean, know if I'd I wasn't. Rough. I was well, no, but it, I'm not. It's it's different than what came after it. I feel. It, it's it's not the art. I mean, the art's solid. The the story is there, but you're you're kind of and just going by what I remember from the first trade, you're not force fed anything. But it's it's kind of um, I guess it's kind of stiff in its presentation. They're they're really letting you know this is who these people are. This is this is what's going on here, and it's not all that subtle. And then I, I get to I, I get to where where where, uh, where Snow and 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 Rose are, are on the farm, and I'm like, wow, this is pretty fucking cool. So it it did I it kicked in when I got to the third trade, but I don't I I don't think the first trade is horrible. It just felt different than what I read after it. Okay, and then again, this may be my inability to judge the series in anything other than. As anything as anything other than stellar. I mean, because it's no secret, if I had a list, the top five comic series of all times, Fable, Fables would be in there. I just you think it's it. it's an amazing achievement. Okay. And initially, the thing that kept me away from it, I didn't start reading it till about issue uh, six. I, I passed on the first five issues, which comprised the first trade, because I thought, really? Fables like 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 <laughs> we're talking about the big bad wolf and Snow White. I don't want to read this shit, but 
uh, in, in the critical acclaim the book received was like, all right, uh, I'll try it. And thank God I did because it's one of the all time best. I, I really believe that to be true from the covers to the interior art by Buckingham and, and, and company. I, and the writing, my God, Willingham, he's, he's just fantastic. I just think fables is way, way, way up there. It's pretty much untouchable. Uh, you know, the, usually when people expound on the merits of vertigo, Sandman is the first thing uh, one of the first things out of their mouths. I think Fables is a billion times the series Sandman was. It's, See, I, take I, I take that as you... I think, I think of Swamp Thing or, or Hellblazer, just because of how long they've been going. I, I don't see Swamp Thing as a Vertigo series. Okay. That's, that, that's fine. You know, because, I mean, it's a technicality. It's not it's where it started, but I mean, it, yeah, it's not like yeah. it started with a new number one at Vertigo. Right. Yeah, you're right. But uh, anyway... Well, I haven't read Sandman, so I can't but I, I certainly, um, you know, we rarely talk about fables on the show because I know you like to keep it. You say it's one of the ones you like it. to keep close to your vest. Oh, I love um, it. And I love it, but like I said, you don't really like to talk about it too often, and David isn't reading it, and Chris isn't reading it, so it doesn't come up a lot. But I, I certainly, when the 11 o'clock classicers always roll around, I, I always feel like it's always on the short list of, of titles that can, uh, yeah. that can uh, be the best. And certainly I would say up through the... Uh, the the initial war with the adversary. Oh, um, I, I would I would put those seventy five was seventy five or eighty whatever I think it's those those until the culmination of that I would put that that set of issues up. Uh, 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 and you're not being hyperbolic against any other run of comics that has been um, created. I, I generally I, I agree. With you. I gen- generally think it's it's that good. Um, um, I, I, I did believe, I did f- frankly feel that the, um, the great tables crossover, um, yeah. Yeah, and, I, and then a little bit after that was, was a little bit of a, again, it's, it's, it's good, but when you're expecting and so used to great, um, good feels worse than it probably should, you know, on its own. So it's like, it felt, it felt disappointing more than it probably should have to me because I was so used to it being amazing. Um, but I do but feel like the last... So doesn't it stand to reason, though? The, the the main purpose of the Great Fables crossover was to elevate Jack and get people to read that book, yeah. which obviously doesn't sell enough than fable as fables. But isn't it fitting that when you bank on Jack, he will always let you down? Yeah. All, always. Yeah. I mean, the, the, pretty much. And and that it's it's like the conceptual idea of Jack just like leaped into the real world. Like, nope, don't bank on Jack because he's yeah. going to fuck yeah, with you. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, speaking of Jack, we should say that uh, that the Jack of Fables 50 is out. And right. it's the last issue of that series. It does wrap up. And uh, again, while I wouldn't hold the entirety of Jack of Fables um, in the Pantheon, I would have Fables. Um, I did find a good chunk of it quite entertaining. Um, I agree, yeah. And so I do feel like it's a little bit got lost in the shuffle, but I, I have to tip my cap and give much much propers to uh, Matt Sturgis. Sturgis, for, right. Uh, for that book because um, I, I think, you know, once we get a little bit of time away from it and it can stand on its own series that people may discover without – um, simultaneously thinking of of fables, I, I think it'll be a series that's well regarded by a lot of people. Yeah, I think you're right. It, it's that old um, prodigy uh, clause, like uh, Lucifer didn't do nearly as well as Sandman, but Mike Carey did a great job on Lucifer, 
And it, I, I guess people just automatically compare these, these spin-off series to the thing out of which they spun. So, uh, it's inevitable that Jack would be compared to fables, but uh, it's, it's tough to judge these things in their own light. And why don't, why can't we? Why, why don't we? Because Sturgis is not Willingham. He's an entity into, unto himself. He doesn't write the same way. He doesn't think the same way. Why would we judge him in terms of Willingham? But we do. It's yeah, nuts. Right. It's crazy. I, I hate it. And it's something I, I try to, to purge myself of, but I, I can't seem to do it. It's like, it's like comparing Rosen to Morrison. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> like, simile, like or as, David. I didn't say. <laughs> I love you, boo. This That's dog awesome. bites a bitch. Oh, yeah, my God. Is. My head is like. I, I got a little Dave's on. Well, no, I want a clear head for that. <laughs> Vince, you What's know what? Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if you, if you read this, but if you hadn't shame on you, because it's something totally up your alley. Mm. And that is Herculean. I have it coming in the next DCBS box. Okay, okay. Now, just before you get into it, a lot of that stuff has appeared in other yes, places. Yes, a lot of it's reprint material. Yeah. Although yeah. I don't believe it was ever reprinted in this form, which is a big, oversized uh, magazine. Yeah. That's right. That's, yes, that's, that's, that's like... I'm thinking, I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? But yeah, no, I have it right here. I haven't opened it yet. Okay, it's, yeah. It's in the Next Issue Project format, right? The, the larger... It's, like, it's, it's not quite treasury-sized. Correct. It's, it's, Correct. It's Golden Age size, right? No, I was actually corrected by Eric Larson on Twitter when I said, uh, love the Golden Age size format. And he said, well, actually, it's quite a bit larger than Golden yeah, size. But yeah, I oh, cool. Good. Yeah. Um, you are right. A lot of it has been, if you are a Larson acolyte like you are, um, a lot of it probably will be uh, a, uh, you will have seen it before. But it still doesn't stop it from being a, a rock exactly. of sock of great. Little collection. It's uh, it, as you said. It's very big. I mean, it, it's it's the shape of a of a magazine. I mean, the size and shape of a magazine. It's forty eight pages. Um, Feels the, bigger than that. Wow. Yeah, I know. the The titular uh, story titular. is about uh, <laughs> is about a, a, a hero who's fighting um, a villainess, and uh, concurrent concurrent to that, next next door at a diner is a is a sort of a, a conversation between a man and a woman about their relationship. We're actually a I should say a, a brother and his uh, older brother who have an estranged relationship about the younger brother's current relationship. And um, because of the way they air Larson goes back and forth between the fight and the conversation, you're, you're kind of led down a path to think that the uh, villainess that is, is, is in the battle is somehow connected to the two. But in fact, it's really completely unrelated. And it's kind of cool because you think about it, if you were kind of to, Think of yourself. What what if superheroes really existed? That would probably happen, right? Inevitably, every time there's a superhero battle, there would be people at Starbucks or at a diner or somewhere right nearby in Manhattan or wherever they are, just going about their business. Maybe not even noticing that there's a big superhero battle going on because they haven't taken notice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and and then from there, it's just a bunch of stuff which again has been reprinted before. There is the uh, the if Chris were here, he'd be going nuts because there is the bacon mummy. Yeah. Uh, Love the bacon mummy. There's cheeseburger head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I believe this. that appeared in um, Popcorn. I, uh, I think. You could be right. Yeah. There is a awesome two-page splash of uh, Gorilla Mayor and Bacon Mummy on the dance floor. <laughs> um, <laughs> awesome. Uh, there's a couple pinups of different ideas that he had on there there's there's one i mean there's definitely some non-pc things in here to say the least i mean there's um 
there's Reggie the Veggie, which uh, <laughs> it's Reggie the Throng. I mean, if if, if 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 there is a hell, Larson's going to. Yeah, uh, he makes it's makes a, me it's, so happy. It's a Reggie the Veggie is a seemingly near catatonic uh, man with no legs on a four-year piece of plywood sitting there, and each panel is just the same image of the same guy because he's a bed. So it's like the first page is here's Reggie, and it's just the same image eight times. You know, the next one is Reggie has a visitor, and it's just Reggie sitting there as a fly flies up and lands on his nose and then flies away. It's like it's just you know. It's like, I mean, there's Reggie. There's Reggie has a snowy day. Reggie at high tide. Uh, Reggie and the birds. And my favorite one is Reggie fighting mad. And once again, it's just the same eight pictures of Reggie. <laughs> it just never changes. So it's like, it's like, <laughs> I think we're all going to hell. I know. And then the worst one, which he probably saves the worst for last, is um, his his take on Mouse. M A S. Yeah, that's been printed Mouse. before too. Yeah, and it's 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 Mickey Mouse uh, with the Mouse characters making horribly inappropriate. <laughs> Jokes about concentration camps. I don't even want to oh, read them out. Man. I, I, I oh, offend. Oh, Eric Larson, humanitarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, but I got to give him props because Larson, if nothing else, loves the medium and he likes to entertain. And this is, you know, unvarnished man. If you yeah. want a creator who's just, I mean, take me as I am. That's Eric Larson. God totally. love him. Yep. Yeah. I so love that man. I, I will buy his books till the end of time. Whatever he puts out, if as long as I see that name Eric Larson on him, they are mine, baby. I, I just I, yeah. I saw something on the web today. I forget which site that he uh, just had a big hand in helping raise money to um, get uh, what was that venerable uh, uh, comic store that had to close down recently? I think it was California store. Um, I don't. Oh. I, I, I should have looked this up beforehand. I don't remember the name of the store, but I'll, I'll post it in the in the forum thread. But um, I don't know if it was Comic Relief or some very well-known, long-standing comic shop that recently had to close down. Could be. I don't remember, but it was one that he had some connections to from back when the image got started, and he he helped uh, them find a new location and get a new lease and stuff. So um, you know, it's cool. Like again, it's it's he did that out of the love for the store. Not for the accolades, but it's it's cool to hear that that he he took the time and effort to do something like that. So good on you, Eric Larson, and because of you, I hereby institute the eleven o'clock hero of the month. The first time recipient goes to Eric Larson for his work, <laughs> raising money for some comic shop out there. Good, <laughs> good go job, you. go Eric Larson. I just any keep chance I I get to plug that man's work, I'll do it. I'm going to dip you know, into the uh, Savage Dragon archive this week. Oh, yeah, you make sure you tell us about it because, God, that's great stuff. You know what else I read? David, if you have something to talk about, I will gladly defer. No, no, go ahead. Jump into the Wayback Machine because oh. I, I pulled out a four-issue limited series published in, I think, 84? Yep, 1984. Oh, one of the Marvel? Yes, yes. Yes! It, it's a pairing of two completely uh, disparate uh, styles. Just one is a, a monster of immediacy and in the Kirby vein, larger than life, just physically, uh, visually strong, 
um, layouts and characters. A little bit on the inelegant side, but yeah, that's what we love about him. And the other half of this creative team is probably a man capable of such visual finesse to leave most other artists in their dust. And I'm talking about Herb Trimpey and Barry Windsor Smith. Oh, nice. Now, the, the pairing of those two, who would have thought to put those two guys together? And it's the Machine Man Limited Series. Of course, ah, yeah. Yes. Writ, written by Mr. DeFalco. Now, did you and, read that because Chris mentioned he was reading it last week? No, I have it, and I, I've loved it well, for so a while. I, but I mean, yeah, I've loved it for exactly. a lot of years. And I, I was just going through some boxes, and I saw the, the, the quartet of interlinked covers. Like, the, there's a progression from the first issue to the fourth where... Uh, it's, it's a rejoining of Miracle Man. Like in the first, on the first cover, he's all wires and circuitry and he gets progressively more compact and, and whole as the series progresses. But I mean, these covers have always just stunned me. I mean, it was a nice visual motif to do, uh, a nice tight four issue limited series. But Herb Trimpey and Barry Windsor Smith? I, I mean, that's like bacon and pickles. It's just, it, you would never think they would go together. But uh, peanut butter and pickles—I meant to say, you freaking bacon mummy, still on my mind. But just what a great series! I, I, the one drawback um, about this is I think Defalco both overstated and undersold the future. See, okay, and I don't mean to interrupt, but it—it it, it always kind of bums me out when I read a series set in the future but they're so focused on using catchphrases from the time that mm-hmm. it's yeah right. that's right, a right, defalcoism right. I mean he's always done that but I mean more like all right you you have this technic technologically advanced uh culture and it's only 2020 yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, you have all these wonderful devices. Robots are commonplace, and yeah. and they're they're allowed to. I mean, they're given a, a they're they're given a, a degree of autonomy to perform their tasks, and it, you know, it's just okay. There's progress has been made, but in 2020, they're still using the Iron Man suit. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Arno Stark right, is right, still right. Iron Man of 2020. So, it, it, in in many ways, it's like. Gosh, golly, look how cool the future is. But in a lot of ways, it's also very much grounded in Marvel Universe of the present at at the time that DeFalco was writing this. So it's kind of a, you know, give and take, I guess. But what a, what a great friggin' series. Just so much fun. Like the Wreckers. You get this quartet of goofy characters. (laughs) You got a, a dude in a cable knit sweater called Brain. And obviously he's the smart one. You know the the because <laughs> he's called Brain. Um, <laughs> no pinky. Um, slick and Hassle is the the you know the the uh, really strong female character who's quick to to fire and ask questions later. And then you get this Swift was her name the the goofy looking acrobatic chick with the bald head and just one long braid of hair i mean it, it's it's goofy but it's so damn cool at the same time because it's about x51 love and, that series yeah and he's yeah. found in a, in a in a crate by a a warehouse robot and uh the wreckers make their living uh cobbling together robot parts because this company called baintronics has a monopoly on it if there's a robot in existence in the world it 
it uh, chances are very good it's it's come out of Baintronics, but there's a, a very profitable black market for robots, and that's where the wreckers make their living cobbling together old discarded you know parts and building robots and selling them on the black market so that's the premise it's really you know there's not a whole lot to it but a villain from uh x51's past come back comes back to haunt him and it's just so much fun and david's right though some of the dialogue woof what was, <laughs> what the hell was defalco smoking back then i know right uh you get ties to the avengers with uh jocasta the the yes. one the once lovely Jocasta now seemingly bonded with a refrigerator because her body is not as shapely as it had been in in past Marvel universe. I mean she's all blocky and 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 squared off and shit. And just it's not very sexy. I don't think anyway. But uh, Barry Windsor Smith. Oh my God, this guy with the line. Ugh. It, it makes me wonder how much of this. I mean, breakdowns were done by Trimpy, so he may have given uh, Windsor Smith the barest of um, leads into what he wanted onto each panel. But I've I always wondered how much of this is really Barry Windsor Smith, and how much did, did Trimpy indicate? Yeah, to I him? always, I always saw it as as not as heavy-handed as as like say Palmer, but you could definitely tell there's Windsor Smith, but it doesn't. Oh, I think Barry like runs with it, like roughshod. No, you know, well, see, I don't know about roughshod. I mean, you know it's Barry Windsor Smith, but it's not It's not like Life Death or, or Weapon X or anything like that. It just it doesn't have that like fluidity of like Rune and, and some of the other stuff he's done. It's just... It's, oh, you mean the... He's being the, led. He's being directed, but you can still feel, you still see his presence. You're talking about the panel progression and not the quality of the line, because... Within the confines of those squares, I think it's completely Barry Windsor Smith. I mean, I can't see very much Trimpy at all in this thing. Oh, really? Okay. No. I mean, Jason, what do you think? Uh, I have to say I don't – I would have to go back and look at it because it's been years since I've looked at it. Yeah, I, 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 um, I, I don't – I remember it as Barry Windsor Smith. I don't – like visually, I don't so – I mean, I, 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 I you, you mean I, I'm probably gonna go. I know where, where the issues are. I have all the '84, '85 Marvel miniseries in one little short box that I uh, have. So I want to. I'm probably gonna go look too. at it after we get hanged hung up, so, so I can just. Take <laughs> some, a look, of them, but... some of them were freaking bad, man. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, a Beauty yeah. and the Beast. I bought that shit like <laughs> sight yeah, unseen. I, I thought that's what, when you said it was a when you started talking about it, you said it was a miniseries involving two different. I was like, oh, he's Beauty and the Beast. Really? I was like, oh, no way. <laughs> I have them all. Um, the Iceman. Yeah. I, 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 I make a great omnibus. You know, Marvel's put it. Wouldn't that be oh, awesome? I, I, I agree. If, I if you were um, starting to dabble in binding, how how nice that would was going to be my my first. That next caliber were going to be my first binding projects. Um, yeah, I, that's why I had oh. them all sorted and everything. But you know, say lovey. One twenty five Excalibur one twenty five is a bitch to get. That took Ye me forever yeah. to find. Mm-hmm. You, you do know I have the entirety of Excalibur bound, right? I, I do, yes. Mm. I, I light candles in front of it every night. I make little visions <laughs> nice. novenas because it's R so damn good. On it. <laughs> I think Warren Ellis would appreciate that. I don't know, I don't know about anybody else. Yeah, Ellis's run of Excalibur was pretty cool. Uh, Excalibur is one of those books that uh, I always liked it, even when it was quote-unquote bad in other people's eyes. I liked it. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I really it got kind of goofy at some point, but yeah, you're right. Really? Like the, the Micromax era? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but it always had Megan. Oh, most I, of the oh, time. Megan. She's yeah. so dumb, so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what else we got? We could talk about stuff all night. I have other things I could uh, talk about see, if you all want to go. Well, I'm not, there are things that I have that... Um, well, I got my In Your Travels off to the side. But there, I, I started reading The Bomb, which Jason let me borrow. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, nice. Um, and, 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 and Mannion's art is, is absolutely stunning. I mean, there's a whole yep. bunch of styles going on here. But um, I'm not quite halfway through, so I'm, I'm going to hold off on, on talking about it. I was, Vince and I kind of, um, and here are my quick hits, I guess. Vince and I kind of mentioned this before the show. Um, I was going through the last time I think I got my DCBS box because I got my notification that my shipment's coming. But uh, Me too. We, um, I agree with Vince in that once it's done, I'm going to reread artifacts because, yeah. and I, you know what, and and more power to him if if the collections help and it gets more people to buy it and read it, then 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 that's great, then good for them. You know, it's it's not, I once I buy the issue, I can reread it anytime. So however they want to publish it is fine by me, but it it does kind of of bum me out a bit that I have to wait every fourth issue for a collection to be solicited so that I can then read the next issue a month later. And, and, and I am, I am a little lost. I have the fifth issue right in front of me and I'm like, I know what happened in those first four issues as far as the baby and, and everything like that. But I mean, that's really the only thing I remember was that the child was kidnapped as far as everything else. And the other characters introduced, well, at least to me, I mean, they've been around for a while, but I'm like, I then I have to. I'm glad I bought the issue so I can go back and read them. I agree. Artifacts got away from me for for whatever reason. And, I'm, and, uh, and I was so amped because I'm like, you know what? Thirteen issues, and 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 I foolish on my part, I guess. I thought I was going to get an issue a month, and I'd be done within a year, and 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 it'd be great to talk about when it was over. But obviously, it's going to take more than than the twelve or thirteen months that these issues are going to come out. In. Yeah, I'm totally yeah. with you guys. I. Uh, I um I did read through four. I do have five sitting here, um, but I just uh, I I think I'm just gonna let it stack up now, um, just because I, I just as soon read it all in one fell swoop. Yeah, and it's done. Yeah, you know? you're right. Yeah. You're right. That's kind of um, publishing a trade on the on every after every fourth issue. That's kind of ballsy. Because you're giving yourself yeah. a... I mean, I know why they're doing it. It's like the... Uh, well, All-Star... Didn't All-Star Superman do that, right? And even Justice, right? Justice did that. Oh, I Justice did it. Oh, did yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Justice Oh, did. okay. But, I mean, on the one hand, from a publishing standpoint, damn, that's nice to have that month grace period. But uh, on this end, it's not so great. See, it's weird because, yeah, they have that month grace period, but every fourth chapter... Every quarter, you're you're getting a new artist. I mean, Jeremy Hahn is is doing the last four issues. Will Spitasio is doing the second four issues. So, it's like, so wait, why, why why do we have a break? Because it's not like the same artist is is busting his ass all year long. True. So I'm I'm a little, I and again, I mean, this is all just my hang up on it. I mean, you know, however. Top Cow wants to do it, and it's not like Top Cow's like lacking for anything else that I can read. I mean, shit, they got the darkness. They 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 have they have echoes. There's a lot of good stuff coming out from Top Cow, so it's not like I'm really scrambling to find something good to read from Top Cow. So oh, like did you? Facts is just it. So I don't know if you've seen the previews that came out today, but the Top Cow books have now been integrated in with the Image books. Well, that's been start. That started last month. Uh, they oh, did a couple it? Months ago, that yeah, they were. 
kind of reorganizing top cow. Oh, see, I never even noticed that because I mean, under DCBS, yeah. it's all under image. So yeah, they don't have their own section anymore. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, and and, and speaking spawn. of previews and stuff. image comics, damn, there's a lot of number ones coming out. For, they are uh, banging the number ones out oh, hot and heavy last few months. Man. They are throwing a lot of stuff at the wall, man. I mean, and I'm getting them, most of them. I'm not getting all of them, but there's a lot. Like 50 Girls, 50, number one. How could you say no to that? Yeah. Well, dude, do you remember yeah. when I posted that that thread back in the day? When Because um, I thought it was so cool on Frank Cho's. Because I go to Frank Cho's forum every now and That's then. That's right. Oh, he, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Frank Cho and his and his partner, um, were they had a contest, remember? And they mm-hmm. put, and they, it was open to anybody, and lots of people submitted. And we actually had a thread where we... We talked about who we all thought were the, uh, yep. the the ones we liked the best, and it was cool. Like everyone, they gave them all up. I think four pages of script or six, seven pages of script, and they had to to just to just to just board it, and um, yep. and then they picked the guy that way. And uh, and I, I had totally forgotten about the whole thing. I think his name is Axel Medellin. And, yeah, uh, you're right. And, and now now it's coming out, which is awesome because I um yeah I fucking I can't wait. I cannot yep. wait for that. That looks great. And you get uh, covers by Cho. Yep. Uh, proving that. There is no camel toe in space, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, and then you have Witch Doctor by Brandon Seifert and Lucas Kettner. Well, I mean, that's the first looked, of uh, Kirkman's new uh, his improvement. right, that's, the yeah. Skybound thing. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, what else? There's there's a couple that I'm going to shy away from only because I, I don't know, like this All Nighter, David Hans All Nighter. Uh, I'm going to pass on that. It looks too. Um, it looks, I don't know if this is going to sound right, but it looks too youthful for me. It looks like, mm-hmm. um, a little bit too nightclub-y kind of, uh, I don't know. It doesn't look, doesn't look for me. But Graveyard Empires by Mark Sable and Paul Azaceda. Wow, that's right in my wheelhouse. Zombies and current events? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get that. I- I'm mm-hmm. of the mind that uh, Image, I generally will give almost any of their books the first issue a try um, to, to win me over or not. You know what I mean? Because um, so I, I buy, I've pre-ordered most of them. You know that non-player is there's heat behind that book, man. I mean, there is a lot of buzz about that book, and this, this was this, it solicited as buying? really. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, all right. I was sure. well. I don't know if it was solicited that way, but I know because I heard him on an interview or two. From jump, once he was taught, he said it was going to be bi monthly. Okay. He does everything. He does the whole thing, the whole ball. Oh, of the non-player it's, thing. It's, the yeah, the, the, the yeah. yeah, yeah. I ordered that. Right, right, right. So that's what they're calling it now: the non-player of the month, like the the oh, the Rich book Johnson. The, well, yeah, right. Rich the book with the, the buzz. Yeah. yeah, I don't quite get that yeah. since. Yeah, I don't know that. Well, you got to name stuff. Everything needs a name. <laughs> you know? It, it was it was the um, next chew a few you know a year ago now it's right next right but Screamland getting it this Shinku the initially I heard vampires I don't know but I took a uh, look at the preview pages and by um, the previews uh, the pages uh, art is by Lee Motor Matthew Waite and Michael Atia I guess that's yeah and oh, damn it's it's really nice. And uh, God bless preview pages because without them, I wouldn't order half of this shit. Well, I will say that too about Image. They're doing a great job with that. They're putting as much as four pages of previews for a lot of these issues, yeah. which I think is huge because, like you said, I mean, a lot of these guys are creators that um, are either not very experienced or or not 
experience to the mainstream buyer. And um, I, I just think anything that these guys can do to help get to retailers or people like us with pull lists to order them. I mean, having those pages has been huge for me. Now, to be fair, it's worked both ways. Um, there have probably sure. been a few of them that I've seen the interiors and thought, oh, I'm going to pass. That I may right. have ordered on the on the solicit on the the blurb I may have ordered, um, but I would say, but there's been more that I would have probably said, oh, I'll wait for the trade and see what I think of it. That I have seen the page and said, wow, that looks like it's going to be just fun. Right. Um, so and and I'll I'll put my money where my mouth is. Uh, I felt that way about this Reed Gunther thing. Uh-huh. Not for me. It's not for me. It's not sure. bad, but it's just it's just not for me. Uh, but going back to the preview pages, that was one of the maladies that image from which image suffered back in the day. How many image books have you ordered in the past where you're like, really? Once you once you finally get it, you're all crackly on the way. But shit. Yeah, yeah. But you're right, though. I mean, um, which is interesting because I, again, it feels like image is soliciting a lot more books now again. Um, and I think we've been relatively kind to Image the last year is about the quality of the work they put out, uh, at least the totality of it. And um, I I, w- I would like to hope that they're maintaining that same level of quality. Um, the one thing that will be interesting is to see how many of these books get finished and get finished sort of on time, you know, because um, I think when you're soliciting 10 to 12 new number ones a month for a couple months in a row – um, you you better hope that the majority of them come out as scheduled and 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 can get finished. Is all I'm saying, you know. Um, and I see no reason why they won't. I mean, I, I don't I don't have any reason to think they're not going to. But but I think it's important that they do for for image if they're trying to seemingly I guess expand their catalog again. You know. It's true. It's true. David fell asleep, I think. Oh. No, 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 because I'm actually, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, I, well, I was telling Vince earlier that um, I didn't spend a lot on my uh, May order from DCBS, but I did. Okay. I did, uh, I was pleasantly surprised to see that, you know, I, I'm still, I haven't read the first issue yet, because I think it came out today, but, but. Butch Bra- Butcher Baker, I'm still oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. getting Jake Ellis ends with the main order. Uh, yep. So you know, and, and artifacts came out, but I I realized that I wasn't getting what I normally get because there were no Icon books, so there was no Casanova, there was no Six Gun issue because they they resolicited the first trade and and the second was solicited, so um, it was, the issues were taking a month off. So that I mean, it all makes sense as to why it wasn't a large order for me. Uh, for me, but um, but no, I'm I'm looking forward to getting previews at the uh, at the beginning of next month and um, and checking out the site once DCBS uh, updates it, so I can because uh, I, I I am you know it's it's everything is is cyclical like uh, like Vince with podcasting and it's it's uh, bitch it's, 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 there you go so it's uh, I'm I'm not bored with anything I'm reading I'm just I, I'm kind of anxious and, and excited to try something different and, and, and look for new things. So, I mean, there was, um, what the hell was it? It was, I just ordered the second issue, but there was that, that, um, and I'm completely flummoxed as to what the name of the book is, but it's from Image, <laughs> and it's, it's just, it's, um, you know what? I'm going to fire up DCBS. In, Intrepids. Um, I'm extremely hopeful for Butcher Baker. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Uh, Joe Casey, 
Yeah, come on. But uh How about the, Marijuana Man? Did you buy that, Vince? <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't because Oh, dude. I I have a love-hate relationship with Jim Mafood. Oh, you do? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I I like oh, Blue State. Blue I thought State. Been... That's that's Oh, right. that's right. Blue State. Yeah. Blue State. I was like, fuck it. I I ordered it, so I had the first two issues coming so far. It's good. Blue State's good. And okay. Mafood stuff. I love his style. I I I, I Usually like his books, but I got to tell you, Girl Scouts, I hated that series. G R R R L, like Riot Girl. Oh, it was just, it was just trash. And from a story perspective, art was great, but that's not enough anymore to get me to buy a book. Well, I'm I'm full of shit. But in Jim Moffat's case, it's not enough to get. I I I was going to say classic forty eights from uh, from Sal over the Uh weekend. So um, I'll, I'll read that. Yeah, I mean, all I can say is the book looks great. I haven't read the story yet, but I did look at the the, uh, the art. Solicitation for issue number four says, "Bend over and take this comic book where it feels the best." Mm-hmm. That's right, Alex. Joe Casey is awesome, and well, Mike Mike saying, Huddleston but, too. Yow. Yeah, please. dude. But I I think this marijuana man could be kind of dope, dude. I don't know. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, speaking of Paul Azaceta. You know, I'm way behind in my Spidey reading, so I haven't seen his Spidey stuff. I know he's done. Oh some yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, another Sado Sados read was uh, the ninth BPRD trade, 1946. Yeah, sweet. As I said, is the uh, is the artist on that, and it was quite a major departure from the first eight BPRD trades in terms of the artistic style. Um, very different, but it works though. It works, especially because yeah. it's a flashback. Um, uh, He's 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 definitely got an interesting style, um, uh, and and I think the first few pages I was like I don't know, but by the end because he's such a good storyteller, he won me over. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if I, in other words, as a, as an art buyer, I don't know if I see one of his pages and say oh, I want that on my wall, but he definitely has got storytelling chops. So yeah. you know he won me over. Speaking of uh, BPRD and Hellboy. Uh, I have to give uh, a little bit of, well, a lot of accolades to someone who actually managed to beat Mike Mignola at his own game. Uh, it, it's, it's tough to trump Mignola for, uh, as far as Hellboy covers go. He, he, it's his character. He has the love. He has the style. He has the, the recognition for Hellboy. Um, when Min- Mignola does a cover, it, it wins you over, but Francesco Francavilla, mm. for the cover for Hellboy the Fury number one, he yeah. he trumped Mignola. That is a, a an astounding cover he did for the first issue of this. It's just brilliant. It's beautiful. Um, and I'm a little scared because there's a double page uh, solicitation for Hellboy the Fury number one. And in big 72 point type or around there it says the final arc as to what that means i don't know but i'm a little scared yeah and uh well, that's the, that's interesting because they just um well yeah i guess we'll see mm-hmm. uh duncan fagredo does the art oh i love nice. i love his stuff word love it. love it all right i think we've uh We've done our duty here. Thank you very much for being here with us this week. This has been 11 O'Clock Comics brought to you by who? Who? 
discount comic book service dcbs do yourself a favor and get your ass in on the ground floor if you haven't already the uh the new order form is not up so we have no idea what's going to be heavily extremely discounted this month at dcbs but you can bet that's going to be a whole boatload of good stuff at huge probably 50 percent discount for some stuff uh like the being human one shot for hellboy you could have gotten it for a dollar sixty four which is fifty fifty three percent off the three fifty cover price. This is last month's um and Vampirella, the Scarlet Legion, I said cult of chaos I'm wrong uh Scarlet Legion number one seventy five percent off you could have got the damn thing for ninety nine cents as opposed to three ninety nine cover price. That's crazy, and remember the Summit City Comic Con is coming up. Do it, be there if you're in the area because it's a good time. Uh, it's being held June 18th in downtown Fort Wayne at the Grand Wayne Center. Ten bucks gets you in. Kids 12 and under are free with an adult ticket. Some of the people that are going to be there, Mike, Battle Pug Norton. Do <laughs> it. Go, go to see BattlePug.com. It's fantastic. I I don't mind giving Mike props when he when he does fantastic work and fucking Battle Pug <laughs> is amazing. Go see it. Tom Cioli, Godland, Sean McKeever, Jason Howard, Katie Cook, Gary Starreach, Friedrich, and many more. So SummitCityComicCon.com. In your travels, here's the part of the show I like the best. Do yourself a huge favor and pre-order. Keep a post-it note, whatever you do to remind yourself about things, write this down. Coming from Ad House Books, it's Welcome to Oddville, hardcover, written and drawn by the amazing Jay Stevens. I'm hoping DCBS chops this sucker. If not, it's still going to be worth the money. 88-page mm-hmm. hardcover. Looks awesome. 9 by 11, 1495. Mm-hmm. Chris is doing great things, getting great people. You need to support independent publishers. Right. No better place than Ad House because You Jay know what's St- awesome about Pitzer too? Hmm. His hit rate is just astronomical. Like you I know, know, you know, he doesn't have the band and he says that he doesn't have the bandwidth to take, you know, he can't put out 20 books a year, but but every goddamn one he puts out, I mean, it's just yeah. it's just off the charts. Well, just I mean, quality. Jay Stevens is a no-brainer, but Adam Hines, would you have taken a chance on that? Just I mean, in light of the sheer bulk of the first exactly, trade, right. oh yeah. my god. Yeah. That is a risk and a half. What if he yeah. What if he published that? I mean, I don't know how many copies uh, the first Duncan the Wonder Dog got, but uh, say he published ten thousand. That's a lot of friggin' paper. That's yeah, a gamble. Yeah, and yeah, uh, you know, it, something like that. Yeah, it paid off, but st- I'm I'm assuming because uh, the, you know they went back. But yeah, yeah. G- Chris Pitzer, he is one of my heroes, and need yeah, really, you you really need to support this. Ad House Books. Welcome to Oddville. Write a note, put it on your computer screen or your your underwear, wherever you put the things, and pre-order this because you need yeah. to pre-order. That's yeah. The, yeah. the bread and butter. Vince, of, are you going to uh, Mocha? I'd like to. When is it? It's the first. Uh, it's April 9th and tenth. Oh Jesus! Should, you gotta be up kidding up me. No, I, th- I guess I'm, I think the friggin' uh, the friggin' viewing for my aunt's tonight. Oh, uh, okay Wait, the then. Two weeks away. Uh, well, they, uh, they live in Vegas, and she's being buried here. Okay. So, I mean, the transportation time and the viewing. I, and the, yeah. Coach, in your Damn. travels. Shut up. Yeah. handle for for <laughs> My coach, you dick. That was great. 
No, they're going to put them in their pockets on the plane. They're going to chop it up. Ah, oh, David, I love you. Oh, shit. Um, as I said earlier, I am behind on a lot of things. And I started uh, finally reading this little thing by uh, by Brew Baker and Sean Phillips and Val Staples, and it is uh, Incognito Bad Influences. Oh, nice. nice. The sophomore offering from uh, from the Incognito team, of course. Um, it is... It's it's great. It's you know it's, it's the guys that bring us criminal, and uh, and and now with 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 the superhero slant. And if you enjoyed the original Incognito and, and that got you into the whole Zack Overkill universe, this uh, this just continues it. And it's it's good stuff. It's been a while since I read anything by by these guys, and uh, and it's that's mostly my fault because I mean the stuff. Is out there. I, I've been letting a stockpile. I have like you know the first four issues, and and I'm I think I'm up to issue three, and uh, and and it's good stuff. So I'm not looking yeah. forward to it ending, and I'm looking forward to Criminal starting up in June again. But uh, anytime I can get these guys working on something, I'm 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 all for it. So True. check out Incognito. In addition to the Sean Phillips artwork, features one of the rare examples of a colorist that actually has finesse. Yes. Absolutely. Because in these days of digital coloring, it's very yep. easy to fuck up the page and muddy it up with a bunch of goddamn colors just because you can. You know, Great. it's so easy to it's grab true. a different color and splotch it on there. Val Staples has finesse. True. He, you know, we haven't he, heard from Val in a while. Pop in the forum, say hello, Val. Yeah, where's my cookies? I was going to say, we haven't, we haven't heard from you since we ate up your delicious cookies. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I, I have so much respect for for staples because like i said he, he I, wish, had, I just wish the uh, dude was was doing more books i, I know color 10 books a month I mean, well I he, he him, but you know my he, point is yeah he finished um oh jesus i'm gonna get it in trade the uh the horror host uh series doctor um the thing from image about the the the, the horror character he's like a horror host like in the east details from the crypt vein uh, oh, okay. Doctor Shock or something. I don't okay, know what the hell okay. name is, but I'm gonna get it because number one, it's Val Staples, and I wasn't it written by uh, Rob Zombie. Yes, it was. Maybe that's why I avoided it. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> oh, well, no, because I like I said, I normally order anything from Image, but there's an occasion where I skip it. It's probably with the Rob Zombie thing. <laughs> well, I mean, in, in the past with El Super Bisto, I would think that your reluctance would be justified, but in this one, I don't know. It, okay. I, I think he hit on a on a good thing for once. Yeah. All right, cool. I love Rob Zombie, but the guy hits as much as he mi- misses as much as he hits in a lot of stuff. But the the one with Val is not a miss. So go get it, Val Staples. Do it. You, I don't know you who. Lobo. You and Lobo. Love. I love Rob Zombie. <laughs> I love his wife. Oh, ten minutes alone with that. Really? Ten minutes. Better, what we do for the other nine? Better than. Uh, I'm like a I'm like a titsy fly. I sting like many than, many times. Nice. Nice. <laughs> better than Kevin. Because who? Who? Kevin Eastman. Oh, you know, oh, uh, yes. Sherry Moon, Julie a million Julie times Strain. better than Wait, Julie Strain. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, I need, all right, I need to hit me some Google images then. Okay. I know. I'm thinking the same thing. Uh, okay, well, finally, and after you've, uh, you've, you've you laughed hysterically with us for the last two and a half hours, <laughs> uh, in your travels, uh, give Marijuana Man a try, people. It's an OGN. Jim Mafu's artist. Five events. It's Joe Casey who is awesome. And oh, I didn't know that. 
What? See, I didn't know Casey was I writing. I read previews. It. I love Image, but I know Casey. Yeah, Joe Why Casey you wrote piss it. off, man? You are biting my ball <laughs> something fierce. This is what's great. Joe Casey writing about weed is kind of like Vince writing about horror porn. Like it's, <laughs> it's a passion for the man. It's a self-described. So a superhero that smokes weed and is weed, that's, that's good times. You know what the bad thing is? Now I'm going to have to touch base with Zach and get that added to my damn order form. Yeah, you are. Unfortunately, there's no way in hell the LCS is going to get that. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> yeah. There are, I bet you not many LCSs pre-ordered any for the shelves unless it was something that anyone, someone actually solicited. You know what, yeah. Vince? When you tell Zach to add it to your order, tell him to throw it on mine and pick up the tab for me. Nice. I would gladly do that. <laughs> Jerk. Make it clap. <laughs> 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 All right, so we done? Chris, yeah, buddy, we missed you so much Chris, this I, week. Yeah, I hope your broom was Chris. swift and your <laughs> was arched swifter, and your <laughs> shoes were unscuffed. <laughs> Why? Is there a thing in curling that they don't like to get their shoes cut? No idea. I'm That's weird. Visualizing it in my well, maybe, maybe, maybe that custodian from C2E2 will, uh, you know, is there to help coach him along. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about now. See, I'm alienated. No, because well, we mentioned it last week as we were. But I, mean, I wasn't there. It's like it's right, still alienate me then, alienate me now, you douche. Oh, I'm a douche. <laughs> All right, buddy. Anthony coaches. I love this show. Jeez, nice. I love our time we spent together. <laughs> we do. It's the fucking next Wednesday already. It's like Carol Burnett in the goddamn house, isn't it? Oh, one other quick one. What, dude? In your travels. Oh, damn. oh okay. Play Lego Star Wars Three: The Clone Wars. Ooh. That's that's out. Yeah, it's out, baby. Got it for my for for uh for my little man for his uh, eighth birthday. Wait, wait, isn't that the 3ds? Do you, he has the 3ds. No, 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 no. It's Xbox. Oh, oh Xbox. console. Well, I'm sure you can yeah. get it for other platforms too. We got it for the Xbox. Nice, nice. Well, you know what? Since you're taking another in your travels, I'm yeah, gonna why take don't we one do too. One for Chris? Yeah, I would do one for Chris. Yeah. In your travels, pick up. I mean, geez inevitable that i would push this because i've loved what they've done in the three issues before this ultimate x number four came out today oh, oh my god Get out of here. Uh, really? yes I wait to see it on friday i know oh it's Seriously? so good and not only the art by the legendary art adams arthur adams it's it's subtle it, it, it's not this is not long shot by any means there's no uh you know there's no battles in space there's no alien uh entities it's high school kids and adams uh displays a virtuosic ability to render different facial features and emotions mm-hmm. I, i've said it before and i got scoffed at by chris i don't give a shit this is some of art adams best work today that's awesome it I, really I agree is, with you. I agree with you. and because it's 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 not explicit. It's it's very subtle. You get you know a high school ch- a child essentially the range of emotions from anger to fear to um, you know happiness. Any any not only one character. I mean, there's a there's a, a spread in here with a bunch of damn kids, and they all have very distinct facial features and body language. And it looks like Mitchell Musso's in one of the panels, but uh, if you watch Disney Channel, you know who he is. Uh, it's just, it's just fantastic. And say what you will about Loeb, mm-hmm. this seems to be the uh, sterno underneath his, you know, hot meal because it's, it's lighting a fire under him. He's doing great things with this. He even uses visual foresh- uh, foreshadowing in this book. 
there's an instance that happens earlier in the in the narrative that plays out in a very similar but well it plays out in the end uh, there's a nice tie between this visual motif in here and it's it's lobe i mean it's it's great it's mm -hmm. ultimate x go get that's it that's awesome that's great yeah. I'm, I'm glad the fourth shoes out. i love annuals that's cool I said, you know what I said? Uh, he said, uh, the, the LCS owner today said, hey, Vince, what's up? What are you wishing for? And I said, you know what? I wish Ultimate X came out monthly. And he said, I wish, I wish Ultimate X came out bi-monthly. It's just, yeah, okay. uh, there, you, there's no Russian greatness. And Art Adams yeah. is one of the greats. I would, I would wait a year between issues. I don't care. I think we have been. Really? No, but, no, no. Yeah, it's been a while. It's a pessimist. It's been at least three months. As I said, though, it's because he had a baby. So yeah, no, really? I mean, it's not. How do you do I, that? Again, I'm not lacking for anything to read. I just, I would love to see it more often, but I'm if, not lacking for stuff what I get to then, bitch then... about. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah, you, like people. Podcast <laughs> uh -huh. uh, I'm your bread you to your you butter. You five hundred dollar free. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody. We could do this for another half hour if y'all want to, because I got nothing. I got nowhere to go. <sighs> Thank you for being here with us. Join us next week, same bat time, same bat channel. We out of here, and we love you. Love you, like Vladimir, Bye. baby. Bye. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs> Dude, you've almost made me shit with the with the fucking ant thing. <laughs> I I don't know if I picked it up on the microphone, but I fired it when I laughed. Oh, you squirted into the back. I know. Yeah, I gotta watch. My age. It happens.